Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Saren. We're your Spider Baby hosts from To Know Her Is To Fear Her, a Spider Woman podcast, as well as proud members of The Collective. You're listening to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. Sit back and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And uh, we're here, as you all know, we're covering wow. quite a monumental issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, f- the first Marvel DC crossover that was superheroes, they did one before, I think, which was Wizard of Oz. Oh. But this is the first crossover between characters, so this the Superman... Uh, versus Spider-Man, the battle of the century or the team-up of the century, whatever. Um, two titans. And, two titans of the game. Yeah. Um, that, that Back in 1976, these guys were the biggest characters um, mm. by far in Marvel or DC. Um, so, uh, yeah, good stuff. But before we have a lot to say about it, but before we get into it, um, I just want to thank our patrons, Tasman and Russell. Thanks again thank for supporting you. us. Thank you. Really good. And uh, everyone else, check out the Patreon page because there's cool rewards there. We can do commentaries and stuff. Um, Absolutely, we can do early access as well. So you, mm. you know, if you if you're keen to get this before anyone else, uh, consider you know jumping on our Patreon. Um, yeah, the, the sky's the limit. With uh, we haven't actually set predetermined goals, but where Connor and I, as you said, Connor, we're, we're pretty keen to do yeah. more commentaries. We've done that in the past. Um, yeah. But yeah, anything else. Uh, we've done we've done like a bonus episode of Hercules, uh, which mm. we're trying to cover in the novel form. Uh, yeah, so stuff like that. I mean... Anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, for, for you Herc heads out there, don't worry, there will be yes. uh, more coming. We just uh, our schedule, we have like a planned schedule mm-hmm. for 75, so... You know, we'll kind of fit Herc in somewhere. Um, Herc, Herc heads. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I don't know. What, else, what other name is oh, there? No, um... no, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Child killers. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Um, all right. Uh, moving on. Um, so there's some feedback that I keep forgetting to read out. Ah. I'm very sorry. So this is feedback for... Uh, Jimmy Olsen, issue seven and eight that we did with Adam about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is from Jay Yours on Twitter. Broadly speaking, the entire series is the best comic from DC, Marvel, and maybe the entire industry from the past decade at the very least. Cool. Sheer brilliance in every panel on every single page. If you need proof, Gorilla CNN. Um, <laughs> Gorilla CNN was my favorite panel. Yeah, ook, 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 ook. Yeah, out of those I read. Uh, big call, though. Very big call. That's but, a like, huge I call. mean. <laughs> Last decade, let me think about the last decade. Holy moly. I mean, that... Like, like what, what classics have come out after 2011? You know? Like, for me, I'm thinking, oh, geez, what was the last really great, great book that came out? And mm. I'm thinking, All-Star Superman? You know, because that's new, but that's like 2006. Yeah. Oh, is he talking uh, about... Is it just a Superman realm, or...? I no, no, Marvel, just DC, Marvel, Marvel and the entire industry. Wow, um, the entire industry, freaking hell! <laughs> it's a big, it's a big. Corporate. It's I mean, just, you've just got to look at the, 
I mean, just got to look at the last potentially ten Eisner award winning, you know, titles and stuff of the last ten years. I'm sure there's something that crops up. We're doing it. We're looking up Eisner awards because mm-hmm. um, you know you got us going now. No, we're not. We're not. Don't worry. We're not. We're not. We're not challenging your claim because neither of us have read it in full yet. Yeah. Um, but I am just curious. I'm just trying to think of like what what big hitters have come out and like for me. And not not just because it's Superman. I'm just like thinking yeah. that's because even like I think of Batman. So I think like Court of Owls and stuff is supposed to be really good, but I don't think it has yeah. that sort of yeah. huge status. Let's you, go. You did you did mention also as well, Connor, potentially Heart of the Dragon. I understand. Oh, get <laughs> lost. God, that that deserves that's like the bin that deserves to be put in the bin and erased. Um, Dear me. Uh, what a pile of... Okay, anyway. So um, what do we best... got here? Hit us hit us with some titles here, Connor. All right, well, let, let's go best limited series. Okay. Um, past 10 years. All right, I'll go best continuing first. Blah, okay. blah, blah. Saga, okay. saga, saga, saga. Well, saga, there you go. Hang on, can I just say saga already <laughs> is pretty damn good. Um, is it? Yeah. I've never read it. Oh, it's 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 great. It's You really get... Yeah, it is good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, it's all I've subjective. So, yeah. Sorry, go on. Um, and then uh, Daredevil by Mark Wade is 2012. Eh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no way. No. I mean, it's good. It's good, but it's not, yeah, I wouldn't call it. It's not, you know. I mean, it, like Daredevil stories that like shake the foundations and stuff. Mm. That's like born again. Yeah. Uh, uh Usagi, Usagi, Yojimbo, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Finite. Okay. Uh, that stops at 2009. Okay, best limited series or story arc. Let's see. Yeah, that, Criminal. That okay. I, I read Criminal. I mean, I read the first one. I'm not sure if this is the one I read. Not I mean, a, it's okay. Not I, a fan? No. I don't know. I just think it's a bit overrated. Okay. Um, Black Panther, World of Wakanda. Mm. Yeah, uh, I reckon that's just one because it was when the movie around when the movie came out. <laughs> Got that press. Well, not to be cynical, but come on, like. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, yeah. Uh, Mister Miracle by Tom King. I've heard. Oh, I've heard that. I've heard that's really good. I I can't really say anything about it because I haven't read it. But Little Bird, the Fade Out, The Vision by Tom King, uh, Little Nemo, The Wake, which is a bit. Wait, that's. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff here that I haven't really read. Yeah, um, but the stuff I have read is like, yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's like ten years, I guess. Well, well I mean, I, I'd I, say I, saga. I, I mean, saga is a big contender. Not again to take away. It's all subjective, really. At the end of the day, and and I love the oh, enthusiasm. Yeah, it's just me satiating my curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I can't judge if Superman's power, Jimmy Olsen, is like that because I haven't. Uh, read all of it, but I've heard really good things about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. Me too. And I've read the first issue and the issues that we covered, all of which have been very, very strong. And uh, you know, I love Matt Fraction's stuff. I love his Avengers stuff, his Hawkeye stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Well, thanks. Thanks for that feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, moving on. Uh, Superman and Lois just wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about it a little bit. Did we, where did we get up to? I mean, did we talk up to episode 12 or do you want to just do like an overall wrap up? Oh, just like, I guess, overall okay. wrap up okay. last two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Um, you know, uh, your, your. I mean, actually, I know your thoughts are going to be juicy. So, can we just? Can I kick <laughs> off? Yeah, really? sure. The the more kind of <laughs> um, vanilla kind of reaction. Look, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Like the last two episodes. Um, uh, it it started going into well, at the beginning at the beginning of the series, right? I th- I thought it was really good because mm. um, it didn't, and I and I take nothing bad with CW shows, but I'm just gonna say it didn't really seem like a CW show. It was uh, it was a little bit uh, different. It, it, I mean, I'll interject and say there's bad, like there's you know CW shows are bad, but continue. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> But you know, it had the whole the family dynamic. Um, it was centered on, of understandably, Superman and Lois. They're a, an older kind of generation to say, like the younger, hipper CW like crowd. So that was yeah. pretty cool. Um, but it also had that teenager kind of drama. So you had a bit of everything. I thought was really good. Um, yeah. The the as the kind of season unfolded, um, I I enjoyed uh, John Henry the introduction of Steel. Uh, I think it was pretty cool. Um. And, you know, we get these kind of continuing thread with Jordan and Jonathan, uh, Jordan's powers and such. Now, and Morgan Edge, of course. Now, the last two episodes where Morgan goes, uh, you know, for one, he's already Kryptonian. Um, you know, he's, he's a bit psychotic. Um, off he goes. Mm. Uh, I, I think it got a bit... When All I'm going to say is when Jordan gets possessed, I thought that was a bit silly. Um you know? Yeah, it, it it I think that's something that would come off better on the comic book page than Yeah. And nothing look, I've had no problems with the actor of Jordan, but I just found he struggled when he tried to voice um, you know, that crypto. A really father. old supervillain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's fair enough. Like, you he, know he, he just looked really wooden as an actor. Uh and you know, he was great. He's he's been great for the most part. Uh so there was that. Um I love the special effects. I think I told you, Connor, um, mm. they're remarkable. Uh, so, some of the action, it just really gives you the sense of power of the Kryptonians uh, and even Steel as well. He's got the old Iron Man thing happening with the face face mask yeah. thing. Uh, but it's really fun. Um, like when, they're, when they go at supersonic speed, you see the, the strength. Like I was marveling in the last episode, Connor, of when, you know, there were a couple of shots when... Um, one of them like cannonballs into the side of a mountain and there's just this huge plume of dust and smoke. Uh, it's just really well done. It's like, it looks really yeah. authentic. And there's another bit where Superman's, I think entering the atmosphere or leaving it. I can't remember. And he's kind of got you know, the heat generating around him as he's kind of hurtling through the air. Uh, so it's a really, really good special effects. Uh, I really did enjoy that. Uh, but yeah, um, Again, the Eradicator, I'm not too familiar with how accurate it did tie to the comics or not. Um, but, you know, it was it was fun enough idea. He wants to turn people into Kryptonians. I love the idea. Yeah. At the end, it's all tied up. He can't do that anymore because they've... I can't even remember what they did. <laughs> he's destroyed uh, He's destroyed something. They, they destroyed something with that one in a billion shot that Steel had to make uh, on, on Morgan Edge. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, and then we spoke about uh, towards the end, uh, the ending, the daughter of Steel um, plummeting and, and making it to Earth. Really inappropriate music, I think. Um, it really is it his daughter. Well, I don't know, daughter or niece or something. It's daughter. Oh, it's, his daughter. Could, it's his daughter. It's his daughter. 
It's his daughter of um of, of Lois Lane and him. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Good, yeah. Good point, good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot. Um okay. But yeah, the music was really weird. It was almost it was like sinister and here comes here comes Dark Side or here comes Thanos, you know. Yeah. Mom? Who's, who's stepping out, but it's just this girl and she says Mom. I, I think that was really they didn't hit the landing with that. They well, that, that's the thing. It's when she says mum, the sinister music starts playing. Oh, it was even before that. It was like, oh, who is this? Like, they're, they're kind of like, um, oh, and, and you know, you know, I don't know about you. I mean, you, you can tell. I mean, oh, the, I knew, and you straight yeah. away, it's going to be the, it's got to be the daughter. Because they kept talking about her and then yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. things are going on in the suit. And, um... So I can say they were trying to build that suspense. Oh, who is it? What's happening? But all that time was like, I know it's the daughter. And he got this evil the, music they kept playing. the sinister music going when she said yeah. no. And that's like, when I, like, I actually laughed out loud. That's not a reaction you want. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, and sorry, before I end, Connor, can I just say as well, uh, again, I know that you, you've had um, opinions about Lo- the actor who plays Lois Lane. Yeah. Um, there was one moment in here where uh, I unfortunately... I found her ultra wooden. Um, it was when she was talking to that other female Kryptonian um, as she was being taken away by the guards. Uh, yeah. And she had this really expressionless look on her face throughout the whole thing. And the Kryptonian villain is saying this and that and this. And she has this really kind of glazed look. And then she shoves her up against the wall and she goes, where is my son? And she shouts out, tell me! <laughs> and then and then she reverts back to this glazed look again. It's like, where was that explosion of emotion <laughs> coming from? Yeah. Um, I mean, so, that, that could be the direction as well. Well, it was pretty poor direction then. So if anything, yeah. if it's the acting or the directing, um, that was pretty poor because she didn't seem like she was involved in the scene. She didn't seem like she was registering what that villain was telling her. She was just like looking like a... She was spaced out basically yeah um but for the most part her acting i think has been pretty 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 solid but i can in that scene kind of i kind of see where you're coming from um when you have some shortcomings from her yeah um, anyway so what did you think connor i mean i thought she was better in these two episodes yep um but like you know not not perfect um i mean i was glad to see good guys fighting bad guys <laughs> you know yep i really yep didn't need any of this like morally ambiguous like what if superman was bad stuff ah uh, yeah yep yep so it was kind of like refreshing to see you know superman and steel fight and mortgage and stuff without having the old oh superman mm-hmm. you might turn evil and destroy the world yeah well i think they did that, that. Was, they, they, yeah that was already mid-season right they they kind of went through that yeah um, yeah but it like it was just refreshing yeah like, you know yeah um uh, I really liked the sequence where Edge is standing on the road in front of the the jeep. I thought that was like oh, yeah. nice and creepy because mm-hmm. yes, yes, because he wasn't like because if it was just Edge doing that, it would be like uh, why is he standing there? But mm-hmm. he was kind of this alien entity at this point, you know. Yeah. yeah, you don't really know how he acts, and like he's got all these Kryptonians inside. Um. Uh, but um. You know, I've brought this up before. I think sometimes it's not enough, like, brevity. Mm -hmm. I think the show, like, I appreciate that the show just takes itself really seriously and stuff. I like that. So you mean levity? Levity, sorry. Uh, uh, I appreciate the show takes itself really seriously, and I like that. But at the same time, I think it doesn't quite have the acting and direction and writing to Mm -hmm. support it. Yep. 
without without some sort of self awareness, you know. Yeah. Uh, like you know, Smallville. Smallville was able to add levity because, again, like it, it's similar sort of talent. Um, but they they really knew how to work how to work to their strengths. Yeah. Um, whereas just even I found Tyler Hoechlin's acting sometimes a bit, mm, you know, in these like crucial moments and stuff. So okay. I just think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think it shoots a bit high and doesn't quite land the mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I chuckled at the line. I'm the one who saved Smallville. It's people did. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> Superman, you and still save Smallville. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, I get what they were going for. Yeah, Smallville sure. Community. But, I mean, that was also kind of an abrupt turnaround, I feel like, for the small community, because they were real jerks. Yeah. They then were. all of a sudden they're all happy and working together and stuff. They were. But, you know. It wasn't that long ago they had that town hall meeting and that woman blew up. I mean, well, she she lost a son or something, but yeah. Not literally. No, but <laughs> yeah. I have to establish that because it is a Superman Oh, true, so true, exactly. Yeah, in case, you, <laughs> in case you were, haven't, haven't watched it, she didn't blow up. Um, oh. But yeah, I mean, I mean there was the... Um, the reporter who ends up going in partnership with Lois at the end, she was kind of, she she started out as kind of like a little bit of light humour. Like she has that kind of quirkiness, but then yeah. she actually ended up being, you know, quite serious about the whole thing as well. She kind of lost that. Um, yeah, what did you I mean, think? I, I, yeah. I didn't mind that. Like that that was fine. Oh, no, but only because you're saying there was a lack of it. I'm just thinking like where they, uh, they were, where they were kind of. I think it's just in general, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, you could put it anywhere, like, uh, but yeah. So there was uh, a, that, that was sorry, Connor. There was that cool little bit at the end where they're playing that fighting game with Superman. That kind of I was cu- about to bring that up. Oh, um, okay, sorry. Yeah, Injustice Two uh, again. Making <laughs> 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 it appearance is really bizarre, uh, but funny. Well, but... It came it came full circle though, because you know. Yeah, they were playing it at the start. Yeah, J- well, Jordan at least was yeah. And he's like, Superman's such a dweeb, and he's like beating him up with Raiden or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and we, we talked about the, the sinister music and the mum thing, but when um, she lands and she just steps out like perfectly, like not disoriented or anything. Yeah. And like not a scratch on her. I'm like, I get that she probably has technology to protect her, but I was a bit like, oh, really? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was, uh, al- there was also another scene. Uh, I don't know whether you got it or not, but like they built it up, and you know, all for the dra- drama of it. Um, how Steel uh, lost all his power in his suit, and he was thinking about his daughter and stuff, and crying in the suit. He's falling to. Earth. I mean, I knew Superman was going to say save him. So yeah, I, I knew kinda... Superman was going to save him, but it was yeah. still cool. I thought when Superman saved him. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, I mean, like, I was... I, know, I just like to see Superman doing something. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like, just going through it, it's like, oh, yeah, he does feel sad. He's like, but don't worry, dude. You're, you've just fought with Superman. He, he's going to catch you, I'm sure. So, um, Well, I guess the, the other thing is Superman was with Edge when the hammer yeah. went down. So it could have been weakened, but he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, there was no real sense of... Um, I didn't think anyone would die. I thought maybe Kyle could possibly die going into that building. Yeah, that was actually a cool moment. I thought, and I uh, thought that he probably may have, yeah, exactly died. As I well. mean, well, he's my favorite character at this point. Yeah. I think he's quite like he's well written, um, and he he has like a good arc mm-hmm. in the show, um, and like he's you know he's previously you know heavily implied that he was like a drunk abuser. Yeah. Um, 
but he's been portrayed as like complicated. Oh um, yeah, he's got a lot of. I mean, you know, he's not like he's not just like a mean drunk or something. Um, no, no, he, he's got he's got a sense of, um, you know, I guess honor and purpose and stuff. He, he's like the head of the. Oh, fire. he's a fireman. Yeah, yeah. That, exactly. He's a firefighter. Uh, I mean, he has like one of the noblest professions. Exactly. Have, so. Yeah, and there's also that aspect as well when when he kind of turned for a little bit in the in the season that was cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's he's been through a bit for this season. Um, has this been yeah. renewed, season two? Oh yeah, this got renewed like when the yeah, pilot thought, aired. Um, yeah, 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 I thought so. Okay, yeah, that's good. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy the show's doing well. I mean, I know that you had some issues yeah. with it towards the middle. There, oh Connor. look, I, I got around the that episode eight mark. I was mm. like, man, a couple of episodes. I was ready to stop watching, but then I, you know enjoyed these last two episodes and like they're not perfect but i enjoy them plus it's exactly it's superman it's also the only game in town like yeah um yeah. i mean that that's a bit harsh yeah uh, no no it, it's doing it i think it's doing it well uh look sometimes as well i'm just i'm going through images in my head just kind of sometimes as well the suit like because i've heard that has come up the suit does come across as a bit um lumpy, like foamy yeah foamy and uh it, it's like you can see it wrinkle on itself like it's a muscle suit uh yeah, but also it, it's like got texture drawn on it. Yeah, it. it's like uh, you, you can tell it's not like uh, it's yeah, it's like a suit, a suit, a spandex suit, but it's got texture on it, like drawn. Into yeah, I hope I hope they I hope they do better with the suit. Yeah. I haven't really heard that much mainstream criticism of the suit because okay. everyone just seems to love everything about this show and think it's perfect. But oh. um, because you know the early costume he wears, that's a callback to the you know the thirties. Yeah, that looked really cool. You know that. That was clean. The blue was we didn't clean. Didn't see it much though. No, not much, but enough to see it. Like when he saved that, yeah. th- saved that little kid with the car. You know that kind of callback. Um, it was yeah, it looked pretty clean. You know, it didn't look like it was puffy. That sort of thing. Um, and Tyler's, you know, he's he's trained. He's for, in shape. Yeah, he's trained. Yeah, you can he's, tell. He's so. jacked, as they say. So yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not having a go at Tyler for not being no. tough enough. Like that's not what we're saying. We're saying no. like the suit just looks yeah. awkward. Um, yeah, but um, oh no. yeah, I hope, yeah. Sorry, I, I just I hope the suit gets like an upgrade next yeah, season. Me too. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. So no fortress, right? He's lost his dad, which is um, oh, the fortress is still there. But... Oh, but he's lost a crystal with his dad, right? Okay. Yeah, actually, I, I liked that yeah, scene. I liked it's him. something different. I liked him at the Fortress of Solitude, mourning his dad, like, you know, just being alone, I guess. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a nice moment. Yeah. Like, you know, because he has his family and stuff, but, you know, um, like that, that his dad and like the Fortress of Solitude, that's specifically like his roots, you know, and he's kind of, it's a big loss for him, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they have the funeral afterwards and I'm like, oh, that's okay. But I feel like they already established what they needed to with him at the fortress. I feel so. Yeah. Um, I felt the emotions in that funeral. Um, Just a little, yeah. If anything, you're talking about Tyler's performance. I felt that was a little, um, there are times when uh, the beginning of the season where, you know, Tyler is on the brink of tears and and you can really feel it. Like, I didn't really feel it there when he was, you know. Okay. uh, I I liked him. I just thought, I, I guess the point, I mean, I thought he was good, but you know, each yeah, I think own, overall, um... I think overall he's good. Yeah, it was just that scene. I think it didn't really, didn't really convince me. I couldn't connect to it. Maybe because he was burying like a, a, a couple of shards of crystal. <laughs> so I, I didn't, I yeah. didn't connect to the scene because they, 
I think they just had that moment, but more powerful in the fortress. Yeah, yeah, which I agree. Um, yeah, that was good. And I think I think the reason like they had the funeral afterwards is obviously to show that his family's there for him and they yeah, mourn yeah. him too. But exactly. like, I mean, you know, I, I get that, but yeah. it just it made it made it drag on too long. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of scenes in the finale sort of dragged the point on too yeah. long. Like we get it, you know. Right. Um, but you know, it comes with the kind of CW territory, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and will we see Jordan fly now? I mean, he, he, albeit he was possessed at the the point where he grabs Jonathan and, and lifts him mm-hmm. up. Um, but yeah, he snaps out of it, and then, and then he kind of like I was expecting them to both fall. I thought when he snapped out of it, like um, they'd fall down onto the ground. Yeah, but, but he kind of lowers down, so I think, oh. Maybe Jordan's got this thing under control now as well. You know, I'm not looking forward to the inevitable drama fallout when Sarah finds out that Jordan has had powers the whole time. And oh, she's going to yeah. be like, oh, you are to be... Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not... Yeah. I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, are they going to drag it out for one episode or are they going to drag it out for a season? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that is coming. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I'm looking forward to season two. I'm, I'm... I was ecstatic that there was no after credits or mid credits scene. Yeah, why? I did, I didn't. You you just didn't want. You just didn't want any. Yeah. I hate that. I hate it. Okay. A movie slash TV episode like it should be, like, it should show everything it needs to show. Yeah. Like at the ending, you shouldn't have after credit scenes that are either important to the episode or just an ad. Well, that, that's what they meant. To, well, the ones in Marvel, at least, are meant to do. They're, they're just oh, teasers. Like, yeah, they're just teasers for the next. I mean, that's that's fun. I think it's like it's fun to like get at least it's like a little teaser or a trailer or a preview as to what's to come. Um, I don't know. I, I hate it. Just release like a normal trailer, you know? Like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm sure they'll do that as well. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I just yeah, it's I, meant I to kind of get like you it. excited. <laughs> it's meant to get you excited for the the next season. Um, but yeah, I mean, fair enough. I mean, if you don't, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty much my thoughts. I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I'd give like, you know, the show overall is like a three out of five for me. Oh, I thought it was a three out of 10. So what's no. going on? Um, uh, yeah, I'd say three, yeah, three and a half out of five. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, I really did enjoy the beginning. I enjoyed the end. Uh, the middle was good as well. Although, uh, does that time Connor, I think I mentioned to you, oh God, you know, they've still got like twenty, like ten episodes to go. Like, I, I did feel a little bit of a drag in the middle, um, but yeah, uh, but yeah. it ended ended well. I mean, some some of those middle episodes just weren't very good. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, yeah, like oh, when when the Smallville people were taken uh, converted to Krypton Kryptonians, um, yeah, I found that dragged a little bit, um, but anyway. I actually, I will say, I liked. I really liked the shot where Steel's hammer went through the part of the earth that Superman barreled through. You know, oh, right yeah. at the end. I yeah, that was cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Max ha- Steel is cool. Uh, his hammer's great. I love it. It's you know, he says, and the fact that I've got to gain a lot of distance to get the the maximum impact of it. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Again, it like functions. I know it's different. In the mythology um, and stuff, like I know, it's, I know it's like the John Henry Irons hammer mm-hmm. is what it's based on, but it functions like Thor's hammer in the sense that he throws it and it returns and to it him comes and stuff. Back. Yeah, 
So yeah. I know it's kind of like a robot version of that, but I still really love it. Um, oh, yeah. I'd... It's still really cool. Yeah, back in my mind, it had that kind of connection, but yeah, it's it's really incidental. I thought it was, yeah, I think he's a really strong character. I think he, I think the actor's really good. Yeah. Um, he he gives a really honest performance uh, to it, to his role. Uh, I, so. just, I don't like his suit. Now, I know you and Adam and other people like it, but for me, because yeah. I I've, I've played Halo and yeah yeah, like, <laughs> it looks it's like Halo. just that suit. Like yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. Well, again, maybe it might be upgraded. Who know? Hopefully, who knows. Um, yeah. Although he has got that little etching that his daughter put on it, so I guess it's there to stay, unless he, you know, well she's there now, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. it blows up or she blows up or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was a bit surprised we didn't get a villain tease for next season, but I don't mind. It makes sense that we get a tease for like the drama next season with yeah. like her saying, but, um, but yeah, I'm curious to see what villain, if any, they'll. Uh, what What was your take? Out. What was your take on the villain anyway throughout the season? Because it kind of chopped and changed, didn't it? It, it? it it wasn't clear until, you know, halfway through about Morgan Edge being... Because it, it had that thing with, obviously, introducing John Henry. Um, and he seemed like the villain at first. I mean, that's how it opened. I mean, uh, I thought I thought it was eye-rolling, a bit eye-rolling when it was, like, John Henry teaming up with Sam Lane. I didn't like that. Uh, and Morgan Edge, it was a bit better, but again, I yep. thought he was a bit too much like Zod until these last two episodes where he was like the Eradicator. I thought that was better. Yeah. Um, yep. So, you know. and we had the little, um, I like the callback as well. Lois takes the headgear from, what's a guy's that name? That is Kilgrave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was a nice callback because he appeared a bit earlier on in the season. Um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully we'll get uh, it'll be exciting to see who we who we have for the next season as a big bad. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, so, God, are we are we ready to get the real to the real chunky piece of discussion for yeah, tonight? Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So, do we want to fly Ooh, to New York? Ch- yeah, let's do that. All right. Up, 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 up and away. Hey listeners, why not check out these other great Superman-related podcasts and accounts? The Best Superman Fan Twitter account at Talking Superman covers all topics. Hosted by Adam and updated daily, it's a great source of discussion. The Aspiring Kryptonian, headed by Tasman, Ashley and Evan, is a newer podcast, but has all the expertise and fandom you'd want in a Superman podcast. Last but not least, the Krypton Report cover both Supergirl and Superman on screen, as well as in the comics. James and Tyler are top blokes and well worth a listen. You can find details to all of these fine groups and podcasts in our show notes. Superman rescues Metropolis from a giant robot attack by his old foe Lex Luthor, who manages to send some sort of stolen device to one of his strongholds of safekeeping. Elsewhere in New York, Spider-Man battles and defeats his longtime pro Dr. Octopus and his henchmen. Sent to a federal security prison designed for the incarceration of supervillains, Luthor and Dr. Octopus agree to combine forces in order to conquer the world and kill both of the men who put them behind bars. In a matter of minutes, combining their abilities, the two supervillains escape. 
Newspaper photographer Peter Parker, Spider-Man's alter ego, and Mary Jane Watson attend a press conference in New York City that features a new satellite, CompSat, capable of disrupting global weather patterns. Journalist Clark Kent, Superman's alter ego, and Lois Lane also attend, arriving by plane from Metropolis. When Lois climbs onto a catwalk to get a better view of the satellite, she slips and falls. Peter saves Lois' life and introduces her to Mary Jane. Mary Jane gets a little jealous of Lois Lane, who assures her that she is not interested in Peter Parker. Then, Lex Luthor, disguised as Superman, swoops in and shoots a teleportation ray out of his Superman mask, teleporting Lois and Mary Jane to an unknown destination. Luthor flies away, and both Peter and Clark soon follow him and change him into their respective costume. Superman mistakenly blames Spider-Man for the disappearance of the two women. The two begin to fight, but dodge each other's punches. Superman flies away at super speed, evading Spider-Man's next attack. While trying to deduce what is happening, Luthor fires a gun at Spider-Man, irradiating the hero's costume with light similar to that emitted by a red sun. The red sun radiation negates Superman's vulnerability in regards to Spider-Man, allowing Spider-Man's punches to hurt Superman until the radiation dissipates, and Superman is again invulnerable. When his punches, instead of staggering Superman, suddenly have little effect, Spider-Man calls off the fight. Realising they have been deceived, Superman, suspecting a plot by Luther and Doc Ock, proposes they amicably join forces to solve the mystery and rescue the women. Moving to Africa, Spider-Man and Superman battle Dr. Octopus, Lex Luthor, and a native African warrior endowed by Luthor with super strength and endurance and a red sun-irradiated sword. Spider-Man and Superman defeat the warrior only by combining their powers and enlisting help from some native tribesmen. Spider-Man steals an Injustice Gang spaceship from Luthor's base in Africa and heads into outer space with Superman to confront Dr. Octopus and Luthor. The supervillains have used the Injustice Gang's satellite headquarters computers in conjunction with the device stolen by Luthor to agitate the Earth's atmosphere with a combination of sonic waves and lasers, causing huge tornadoes and hurricanes worldwide. Superman is felled by the beam's high-pitched sonics and Spider-Man loses consciousness when the spaceship's oxygen is compromised. The heroes awaken aboard the Injustice Gang satellite where Mary Jane and Lois are held captive. Superman defeats Dr. Octopus by tearing off two of his robotic arms and shattering his eyeglasses, while Spider-Man uses psychology to try to divide the villains. Dr. Octopus realises that Luthor's scheme, if allowed to succeed, will effectively destroy human civilization, leaving them with nothing to rule, even if they prevail against their heroic nemeses. He uses one of his robotic arms to destroy the weather machine's control console, stopping the potential disaster. An enraged Luther attacks and defeats Dr. Octopus, and while Superman returns to Earth to stop a gigantic tidal wave from destroying most of the east coast of the United States, Spider-Man defeats Luther. Superman returns to the satellite where Spider-Man has bound the two villains with his webs. Congratulating themselves on a job well done, Superman and Spider-Man take the villains into custody. In an epilogue, Clark and Lois go on a double date with Peter and Mary Jane. A minor subplot of the story involves a barroom meeting between Daily Planet Publisher and WGBS Network Chief Morgan Edge and Daily Bugle Editor J. Jonah Jameson, in which the two irascible boss figures compare complaints about their employees, Kent and Parker, and their respective propensities to suddenly disappear in the midst of crisis situations. There you yeah. go. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that pretty much sums it up. Interesting, that last paragraph just went back to that little meeting that they had. But fair enough. Um, uh, it is part of the story. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a monumental team up of not only superheroes, but supervillains as well. Like we get yes. best of both worlds. Not only that, on that third level, as I said in that last paragraph, we get parallels between employee employers of our yeah, I protagonists. That. Mm. Uh, yes. I really loved how they they just heavily used the journalist angle yeah. to tie them together. Because I was like, they better use the Clark Kent-Peter Parker connection. Oh, it makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. And Lois Lane yeah. as well. I mean, it... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was really glad that they did that as well. And um, I can't speak much for Morgan Edge, but I really love the portrayal of J. Jonah Jameson here. They... Um, Jerry Conway actually really wrote him uh, well, gave him some some yeah. good lines. Uh, your typical JJJ, uh, you know, happy one day, uh, you know, ups, upset and almost maddened to heart attack the next. Uh, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, his characterization of Morgan Edge was spot on as well. Like, he's, mm-hmm. um, so he's written, uh, I don't know how much Superman he's written at this point. Um, but he, he did write a lot of Superman. Okay. Um, I think he started in 1976, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, so as listeners should know, I haven't read every single Superman issue. So I read Superman stories from the 70s. I haven't read Jerry Conway Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, but like looking at the covers, they look interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, like they look like cool premises. Um, but he's I've definitely read Jerry Conway Spider Man. Yep. He's, uh, he's mostly a... through the Punisher. Yep. Like I say, he's such a. I I really like Jerry Conway's um, yeah. writing. There's just something so comforting and familiar about you know the way he writes and the characters. It's really good. Yeah, um, and you know, I Jerry Conway did Daredevil as well. I really loved his Daredevil stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The Daredevil and Black Widow title. Oh, to being. Um, um, that that stuff is gold. Uh, that early yeah. stuff by Daredevil. Jerry Conway. I mean, again, that kind of for me cemented just how good. Because back like in the nineties, I didn't realize I didn't pay much attention to to the writers. It was it was very much you look at the artists. Look, you know, they're the rock stars. Um, but then going back and seeing all the stuff like Jerry Conway is done and and what he did, it's it's really good. He was like a yeah, must have been like a top tier writer yeah. in both industries. Yeah, yeah. Um... So, uh, okay, well, let, let's let's read out the credits here. So we have, um, hang on, let me scroll up. <sighs> Stupid ads. Uh, so it's Superman versus the Amazing Spider-Man, the Battle of the Century, the greatest superhero team of all time. The writer, Jerry Conway, the penciler, Ross Andrew, the inkers, Dick Diodano, colorist, Jerry Serpe, letterer, uh, Jasper Saladino, editors, Carmen Infantino, and Stan Lee. Um... And I know John Romita, like various artists, did touch-up work on a few panels from both companies. Okay. okay. Uh, Neil Adams did uh, a few Superman redraws of his face. Okay. Because uh, well, Neil, Neil Adams had drawn a fair bit of Superman at that point. Can I say, all of those uh, legends of the industry, and uh, this, oh, yeah. this artwork is, is beautiful. I love this art in this whole... 90 yeah. plus pages it's just oh sublime it looks spider-man looks like spider-man peter parker looks like peter parker to me and yeah 
similarly, Superman and Clark Kent just look so... Yeah, it's in the zone. It's great. And, um, yeah, yeah, John Romita Sr. did some redraws of Spider-Man as mm. well. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, the cover, I mean, God, we've seen the cover before. You know, it's pretty iconic, I guess. Yeah. Um, Superman flying up to Spider-Man, who's on, like, a sort of tower. Uh, they both have fighty faces and poses. Yeah, very kind of heroic Superman swooping in at an angled, odd perspective. Uh, the city backdrop, just, you know, uh, and the shoreline yeah. just in the distance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's okay cover. Like, it's iconic, but... um. Oh, I mean, look, the, the two figures make it, basically. Yeah, I mean, it does the job. Like, it's... Yeah. You can't really... You know, yeah, you can chop and change whatever the background is. It's, it's, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, but yeah, they, they do work. And the big titles, like obviously using the logos, Superman and the amazing Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. they're familiar font. Um, again, as you said, these were the big stars back in the seventies and that's all you needed yeah. to really pull in the, the consumers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then, so we have these introductions from Stan Lee and Carmen Infantino, you know, that they're, they're interesting. They're just like, Oh, you know, this is big. We, mm-hmm. Got together, we want to do this. But then Stan Lee, like, at one point says um, Spider-Man is, like, the most realistic <laughs> superhero. And I'm like, come on, Stan. I know you're selling Spider-Man, but Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so when it really hit me, though, was that first page yep. where we see the interior. And it's I was like, huh. This is Superman and Spider-Man, like, in the same comic together. I know, it's like, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's classic, especially looking at that Spider-Man, it's just this classic Spider-Man and, you know, facing it, Superman. It was just it was surreal. Um, it's so funny, though, isn't it? Like, they basically share the same colours, but you never really, I don't know about you, I never really associate, they still look so different, you know, but yeah. they're, they're both red and blue, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's just, yeah, they're, they're from, you know, I don't know, it's just like Superman, he fits into the DC universe and Spider-Man fits into the Marvel universe, but yeah. they look out of place, I think, in each other's... I, mean, I don't know if that's because we know them so well or if it's because of the general costume designs. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it has, has to do with maybe the costume designs. It's just it's just weird seeing them together. Um, uh, you know, I, you know I'd, I'd be more comfortable seeing Superman and the Silver Surfer. You know, mm. together because yeah. they got the outer space kind of space thing, um, but here it's yeah, it's quite funny. Which is another great crossover for listeners who are wondering. That was mm-hmm. issue th- uh, episode three of our podcast, and wow, uh, this issue was on the short list for that episode. So <laughs> uh, we got there. Yeah, that's how long this issue's been floating around. Like, um, uh, yeah. So uh, I know Alex Ross commented at one point, like. He says there is a difference drawing Marvel and DC characters because DC have a lot more um, just sort of streamlined, simple okay. designs. Yep. Whereas Marvel, like, a lot of their costumes have, like, these details on them and stuff, like Captain mm-hmm. America's oh, yeah. shirt has those sort of... The chain mail. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Iron Man's, like, you know, whereas, like, Superman and Batman are just simple. Pretty straight. Yeah. Yeah, true. straightforward. Um, Wonder Woman as well, you know? So yeah. uh, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, this this first page has Superman and Spider Man facing each other. Uh, 
Just it's kind it. of it's kind of like a, a second cover, really, because it has nothing to do yeah. with what's inside. But again, it's just it's a really I think it's really milking that point of here are the two together. So we got to, they've got mm. to share the same you know page space <laughs> again. Yeah, oh, and it also says uh, produced by Sol Harrison with an assist from Jack Adler, and then consulting editing done by Roy Thomas, Julie Schwartz, Marv Wolfman, and E. Nelson Bridgewell. Uh, Bridgewell, I should say. Um, so apparently, I was reading up into this. Apparently, they wanted to do a movie. Oh wow! Uh, they probably would have actually done it if uh, the Spider-Man TV series and the Superman movie weren't in production. Oh, okay. Can you imagine that? <laughs> well, that could have either yeah. gone really well or it could have been a real big flop. Um, yeah. And it may, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to be pessimistic, but, it, you know, it may have hurt the brand if it, if it because back, it I mean, let's, yeah. yeah, I mean, let's, let's face it, back in that day, uh, superhero, superheroes on, on the screen, um, I'm only thinking of like Marvel because they did put that Spider-Man TV show up. Um, yeah. and that it wasn't, it wasn't the best, um, the TV, so they were, sorry, TV, uh, movies, telly movies. Um, yeah, they weren't, yeah. they weren't that good. Uh, but having said that, no, actually there was some success with superheroes on screen, of course. Uh, but that was a bit earlier on with uh, Adam West, uh, with Batman. Um, uh, but in the seventies, the mid to late seventies, uh, it, I think it would have been a, a tough gamble. To put these two on, mm. yeah, um, yeah. So we we get two lengthy prologues, three actually. Oh yeah, but the lengthy. first two are quite lengthy. So uh, the first prologue is Superman, but they actually, uh, it's interesting how they parallel because mm-hmm. um, they both they both have the same events. Superman initially fails to capture his opponent, then he does. Same thing with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man just. Superman gets outsmarted, Spider-Man just gets roughed up. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, but there's a giant robot attacking Metropolis as we went into, and, um, you know, it sort of just sets up what Superman's powers are like and how he operates and what a usual day for him is, I yeah. guess. But again, I mean, um, gloriously designed this monster uh, robot, um, and, you know, it's it's huge, it's colossal, and again, it immediately struck me the art just the the level of detail of this monster crashing through the building, Superman going up towards him, you know, mm. and, and fighting. It just I was just straight away just really impressed uh, with it. Yeah, so. it's trashing buildings. Yeah, um, and you know, luckily most of them are abandoned. Keyword most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool sequence of Superman sort of defeats the robot. Like again, he uses that sort of super science and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Scientific application to how he defeats a bad guy, um, and it's Lex who is in full-on mad scientist mode. Uh, I, I was a bit struck when I read the Superman prologue. I'm like, wow, this is, this is super basic. Like, this is so, uh, like, this is like the stereotype of Superman that yeah. people would know, you know. Um, and I'm like, I was a bit shocked because I remember stuff like. You know, Superman stuff I've read for this been like really good, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty basic." But then I realized this is also when the Super Friends was coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe this is because I'm like, "Oh, it's kind of like I'm reading Super Friends." This oh, initial, okay. Yeah. Just with how maniacal Lex is and stuff. Um, yeah. Again, I haven't read every issue from the 1970s, so maybe Superman comics were like this in 1976. Mm-hmm. But um, also, Elliot S. Magan was writing in 1976. So well, I mean, but also as well, um, this is. 
now targeting a, a greater audience, and this is trying to pull yeah. in non-Superman fans and uh, inversely non-Spider-Man fans together. So there's a real big drive to introduce them and, and kind of distill them into the essence of what they are. And so you do get this right. kind of... Yeah. yeah, this over... Not over the top, but just a very, um, I guess, basic... Uh, representation of them uh, but it, you know it's fun like you know you, straight away you get stuck into the action uh, you get the main villain that sort of stuff you get a sense of Superman's powers uh, and, and and the same thing happens to Spider-Man even to the point as well I mean Connor uh, after each of the prologues there's a even a, a fact sheet for you about mm. Superman yeah just to kind of get you up to speed similar with Spider-Man later on I guess if I was some hit counterculture punk though from yeah. Marvel and I was reading the Superman thing, I think he was lame, you know? Like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, he just seems super... Uh, what he, what, what's the word for it? Um, milk toast, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but again, th- this is the sign of the times as well, 76. I mean, I know there are some other great stories told around then, but... Yeah, again, again, Super Friends came out, it felt like Super Friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it has to appeal to like a look. They're, they're aiming to appeal to to appeal to a, a mainstream audience, yeah. Not like seasoned comic book readers. So uh, similar to the cartoons and all that, you have to have this kind of, as you say, Connor, a milk toast approach. But the same thing is with Spider Man as well. So yeah, you'd want Superman to be consistent with what the public perception of him was. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, um, but I mean that that being said, like I thought Superman. It was done really well after this. I, I enjoyed all the stuff after this. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed this too. I, just, I was just surprised. Um, yeah, I can imagine. And uh, the Clark Kent bit was funny. <laughs> oh, with you know, uh, Steve Lombard. Yeah, trying to, you know, just being a complete jerk, to yes. be honest. Yeah. Um, that old chestnut, the old bucket over the head, hey? I love how Lois is like, count me out of this, Steve. But she doesn't tell Clark that there's a bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, of course, Superman... You know, crazily uses his super breath to prevent the bucket from falling. Yep. And when I... So, sorry, go on. Oh, yeah, and then Steve goes through and the bucket falls on him and then, you know, Morgan Edge is like, get that bucket off your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I first saw this and, like, I was like, like, you know how your eyes scan it before you actually read the page? Um, yeah. I thought Superman did the old ar- Arctic breath on the on the bucket. <laughs> like, oh, geez, he's going to have a solid piece of ice on his head. Yeah. yeah, but no, um, just blew it up, blew it upwards, kept it kept it up there. Yeah. 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 I love how Clark's drawn. Oh, he's, he's great, isn't it? Again, I mean, geez, the, uh, the art in here is just really, it, it's, oh, it, everything I wanted to add more from it. So yeah. Superman looks great, but the alter egos look great. Um you know, Lois and, and Mary Jane has her look as well, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, we'll get to their interactions, so that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but I, I like how it establishes Clark and Lois are, like, older than mm-hmm. Peter and Mary Jane. Like, they're the next generation yes. up, you know. They're probably, you know, yeah, maybe well, old enough to be their parents. Could, could you know? be. That's right. Um, that, that um the green-eyed beast from Mary Jane, and doesn't Lois say something? Look, he's way too young for me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And just, just comparing, like, how Clark looks to how yeah. Peter looks. Like, Clark's got some, not wrinkles, but, like, some lines on his face, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, Peter is, like, smooth face completely. Um, yeah. And Jimmy Olsen, I was... <laughs> I kind of wish Jimmy Olsen met Peter Parker. Because they're both been cool. the photographers. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's a shame um, that didn't happen. No. 
but we still got more than I expected with the general angle. And Morgan Edge is here, but noticeably not Kryptonian. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. still a jerk. Yeah. Uh, so he so was, yeah. it was like, I mean, I know you've explained to me Morgan Edge before, but he had a, so he had a, a long standing run, like as the boss, it, it seems, yeah. right? The okay. galaxy. Yeah. Now, I, th- I thought that yeah. was just like a fleeting like moment and then like, I don't know, Perry White or whatever, um, they go back to the, yeah, but wow, it sounds like he, it seems yeah, no, like the, he's been the, there for a bit. Yeah, like the sort of status quo of the TV yeah. broadcasting station now, you know, um, yeah. which I, I like that era because uh, it's interesting. It's exploring, you know, uh, Prince dying. Mm-hmm. Let's move to television. Um, and it's cool to see Clark and Lois work with that and then Lana comes in. You know, it's cool stuff. Um, yeah. And yeah, so uh, that stuff's all cool, the Clark Kent stuff. And then, as I said, we have Superman catches Luther in his like, underwater base. Oh, yeah. I mean, before this, I just want to again point out, again, me bloody fawning over the art. But there's this, yeah. the page straight after this whole Clark and Lois and Jimmy thing. Uh, again, we, we see this thing with a skewed horizon, you know, Superman flying. And it's just a really different perspective. So he Clark changes mm. to Superman, but there's just some really good kind of hero shots of Superman. As yeah, he flies. definitely. And he comes out of the, the panels as well, like he overlaps. Um, so I really like that kind of, the way that they had laid out some of the, the pages here. Yeah. Um, Luther in this is just chomping at the bits, bad sides. Like <laughs> he he's, is. Yeah, he's full on loon mode. Um, he is very loony. Um, uh, you know, maniacal laughter. Um, I love the shot. His head looks pretty big, but I love that shot <laughs> where he's like smiling menacingly at Superman. And he's like, "My greatest enemy is you." Yep. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now as well. Yeah, with the the shadow on his face, um, with a bit of the backlighting. Uh, yeah, and and you got to love him in his purple, purple and green. Uh, those are his colors. And it also establishes Superman isn't invulnerable. Luther well, yeah. is capable of setting up traps that can defeat him. Well, I thought kind of the other way, um, I mean, you're right as well. It shows him as not being invulnerable, but it just shows how smart Luther is and how dangerous he is because I'm thinking, geez, oh, like, yeah. Superman is no longer... Well, it shows no, both. Yeah, exactly. But it's like Superman's no longer this entity that is godlike um, because Luther can produce these weapons that actually hurt him. Uh, and yeah. he, he has that ray that he gives the Red Sun thing to Spider-Man and... Superman can seriously he's, he's in big trouble with some of these things. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, it's cool. And you know, I guess you could eye roll that it's Red Sun or Kryptonite. But uh, hey, you know, I don't care. Well, I think that's characters great. have weaknesses. Like great characters have weaknesses. What can I say? Well, um, I'm glad it's not just Kryptonite. You know, yeah, it's not Kryptonite lasers. Yeah, Kryptonite, I, I, Sun, Magic. You know, like what? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having like a set of weaknesses. You know, no, not at all. Um, I, I actually, I like, I've liked the use of um, the Red Sun that I've seen. Yeah, like in the in the comics that we've covered, I, I think that's a great like foil for Superman. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He catches Luther, yeah. <laughs> but I, I really like that shot where all the Superman has to dodge all of the lasers. Yeah, I, I, quite hectic. Um, yeah, I was thinking I, I just had visions of of like Spider Man or, or Black Panther or something mm-hmm. or Daredevil going. Jesus, guy's pretty agile. Um, yeah. yeah, he can dodge them all. Yeah, but he's super fast, so <laughs> that helps. Yeah, 
uh, but Luther scrolls away something. Um, you know, mm-hmm. as he said, the artwork's really good, like, throughout. Yeah. Um, and I, I like how Superman defeats Luther because he's getting smacked around with his lasers. So he just burns the hull and floods them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Because, again, when I was reading, I was thinking about it, Superman doesn't care. Like, that, that is nothing to him. But for a normal human, it's, like, catastrophic. And, and Luther yeah. says exactly that. He goes, what are you doing? Like, we'll drown. Superman's, yeah, yeah whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to drown. And he's not going to save... He's not. He's going to save him as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that kind of ends that little escapade. And he makes it in time to the airport. Yeah, because they're, they're going to New York to yeah. cover this satellite. Um, so him, Jimmy, Lois... Uh, Morgan Edge looks like that might be Perry. We don't get Perry in this though, no. uh, which is a shame not to see Perry White and J. Jonah Jameson interact. Yes, I know. It's funny because they're they're both hot headed, but one's like a piece of crap, and the other one's like a good person. <laughs> oh, right, Perry's. I'm assuming you're talking yeah, about he's a yeah. good person. <laughs> okay, like Perry's not a sensationalist moron. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, J. 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 Jonah is. Oh, yeah, he's, he's crazy. He's yeah, he's a piece of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, as prologues go, this is almost like an issue unto itself. I'm, yeah, I was having a look at the pages. yeah, I was having a look at the count. Seventeen pages. You're almost there. Um, if you take away that kind of splash page at the beginning, it's just like sixteen because it's not really that's true. That's not yeah. really doing. But it, I mean, that's substantial. You know, that's a big yeah. yeah. That, that's a good issue. And Spider Man gets the same length. Uh, yeah. But before we pause for hero identification, I really like these. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I'll read out the text because I like mm, it. Uh, yeah. so, born on the planet Krypton, young Carol escaped the cataclysmic destruction of his home world in an experimental rocket designed by his father coming to Earth, where thanks to the rays of our yellow sun and Earth's lighter gravity, he gained spectacular powers which made him Superman. Stronger than any man alive on Earth, Superman was adopted by the Kents who taught him to use his indestructibility in an everlasting fight against crime for truth, justice, and the Terran way. I like that last bit. <laughs> I do, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, I've been noted of that as well. Um, but I think that's a great uh, summation, everything you need to know. Yep. Uh, I guess it doesn't cover the Clark Kent thing, but, like, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, it... I've already figured that by reading the story so far. Exactly. Everyone's, you know, with these identification things, you, you kind of just want to know how he came about and what he can do. And, you know, he's, he's lifting a, an ocean liner there. <laughs> you know, he's getting shot at with bullets and it just bounces. So you know this guy, what he can do. He can fly, you know, that sort of stuff. So it's very kind of like, you know, standard. Again, basic um, description of Superman, but, yeah. It's always nice to script on blow up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, for me, it's a really powerful image, the planet blowing up and the rocket. Yeah. You know, just cemented as just... I don't know, it's just such a great moment for me in, exactly. you know, fiction and storytelling, and I just love seeing it every time. And it's green. The planet's green. So. Well, we had to immortalise it on our logo, Connor. So. Yes, we did. We That's... did, actually. You're a good point. There's a reason that... Uh, it was more me who chose that, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're bouncing um... ideas. Yeah. Well, no, fair enough. I mean, I was taking your lead on it, and it was a good, nice evocative image. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Krypton Report uses it as well. Uh, a different style, though. And I didn't oh, know that yeah. when I came up with it, so I'm Oh, sorry. okay. Yeah, because I always just say there, there's, there's an emblem with a K and the R, but you're you're right. I think it's in there. Yeah, there's a little rocket there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love that uh, 
Smashed. Then we get to Spider-Man, which is a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> again, a lot of fun. Very different. Um, again, you, you see a different modus operandi for, for these two characters. Um, it really felt like I was coming home. I mean, because yeah. as listeners know, like this uh, this era of Spider-Man's a little bit after what I grew up with, but it's close mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. You know? Um, so seeing Spider-Man do his thing, he acts the exact same as I would expect and everything. I really enjoyed this prologue. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was entering, like, 80s for me was, was Spider-Man. Um, yeah. And reading a lot of the 70s stuff, it's just it's just gold. So, uh, yeah, I, lo- I loved seeing this portrayal of Spider-Man like this. Yeah. Mm. So he's, he's setting up the camera. Yep, you know, as he does. Yep. Uh, which is one of the best gimmicks. I like how, you know. <laughs> and, like, and they, yeah, how he, how he kind of, like, that's how he kind of makes his bread. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, which is funny. There's a nice little riff on this, uh, on that here. We there see is, later, later yeah, on, which is cool. That but, made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, but you, you get a sense of Spider-Man here. Typically, he's such a, a wisecracker. Uh, very different from Superman. Uh, talks as he goes. He'd, he'd talk a... He'd talk a wall to death, you know, if he He's could. He's very different from Superman. Yeah, yes. they, they definitely... Because he... Yeah, I noticed, I'm like, wow, he... And I, I always knew Spider-Man wisecrack, but I was keeping note of comparisons between the two prologues. Because mm-hmm. by the same person, he's going to want to showcase differences between these characters and yep. Spider-Man's real wisecracker. Um, he is. I love yeah. that they chose... Because, I mean, Spider-Man's got a bit of a rogues gallery as well. But yeah. I love that they uh, chose Dr. Octopus for this. Now, granted, when Doc Ock and Luther uh, team up, um, I guess it's a, a battle of dominance there. But I I would have loved to have seen... Doc Ock is, you know, he's as maniacal as you can get as well. Uh, but he seemed a yeah, bit Doc subdued. Yeah, feels... He yeah. feels like a henchman. Yes, he did. He came across as a bit more of a henchman, which is a shame because uh, he's he's a brilliant scientist as well. Um, yeah, I mean, for, for most of the story, I'm like, this is essentially Spider-Man and Superman versus Lex Luthor. Yes, uh, yes. Doc Ock just breaks him out of prison. But, I mean, at the same point, you know, he's a brilliant scientist, but it is Lex Luthor. Like, yeah, that's it. I mean, Luthor's um, meant to be a, like above that, right? So. Yeah, I mean, if anything, you kind of feel like Doc Ock would hero worship Luther. <laughs> you know, yeah, hey. but but even then, like you know, um, Doc Ock as well. He's just so uh, so arrogant. Yeah, well. and he, he kind of he's kind of humbled by Lex. Um, yeah. So you kind of miss that. I miss that kind of. Uh, you know, you they could have done more with it. Yeah, but what does he say? He calls um, Spider Man something. It's really funny. Uh, he comes later on. Um, you know, you you chattering fool or something um yeah i love just his his uh, insults at spider-man because it's like i'm intellectually superior to you yeah everything he says is kind of like that um but yeah but he's kind of subdued a bit yeah, what, what's with this flying octopus i think that was cool like, <laughs> it's so weird though. it it's is like... uh yeah but you know get those tentacles it just looks alien like it looks like an octopus um yeah. spider-man calls out his spider-mobile as he well loves- he, I love. He's always bagging on the spider mobile. It's great, <laughs> uh, but I like Doc Ock's. Uh, like he should. He should have this space. The flying octopus more. More. It's um, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, and yeah, the Spider Man fights Doc Ock and loses because one of the spaceship as he's beating Doc Ock, one of the spaceship tentacles whacks him on the back of the head. Yep. Um, 
They don't kill them, though, because they no. just, you know, although the police are practically here already, so they really had to make a getaway. Um, mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And we also show that the cops, um, as opposed to Superman, cops are after Spider-Man. <laughs> yep, that's it. He's a public enemy, number one still. The, the media just have ragged on him. Um, so, yeah, he's not the best. Uh, yeah, and, and he's, he tries to get away, and like the web shooters are out of fluid. Yep. Uh, classic Spider-Man dilemma. Um, but, but I love it. He just runs down the, the building. Uh, I think that's really cool. You I think see. it's a really cool shot where the cops are shooting after him. Yeah. Um, he... And this plays in later because Spider-Man at this point has a reputation for being a criminal. Yes. And uh, Superman uh, mentions earlier that he was on the side of law and Lexus on the side of lawlessness, which rustled my jimmies a bit, but I got to accept it at the times. Yeah. Superman was very much about law and order at this point. Um mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and then, but, uh, so we have a, a few pages with Peter mm-hmm. and Jameson, which is hilarious. Peter's like, hey, I got these photos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, as you say, Connor, this, this really echoes uh, the first prologue in just structure. So it goes straight yeah. into, like, the alter ego now um, with his boss and uh, yeah, you get it. I, I love this stuff with Jonah. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that reaction, I loved it because um, he because he, Peter's basically like, "Hey, I've got these photos," and Jay Jonah James is like, "Yes, put them on the front page." Yep. And then obviously he looks, and it's like this out of focus, yeah. <laughs> shot and of it, like nothing. And the um, guy's going, "You told me to take to use the best shot." <laughs> you know the um. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> that ca- comedy? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Comedy, yeah. get in here. <laughs> and, you know, Jameson's just the big, yeah, speech bubble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really it's funny. Um, but you could see that he almost bloody killed Peter. I mean, he's oh, yeah. that... he's, he's like, I'll kill you for this with my <laughs> bare hands. And yeah. he's like. Robbie Robertson's trying to get him off. Yeah, classic, classic scene in the Beagle. Um... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this kind of kind of sets up as well. Um you know indirectly what we get peter parker being a bit angry and like yeah it kind of builds up he'll lash out and then he's that... a real hothead he, like, is. he is like we should establish peter's smart yeah but a thing they do a lot especially in team-ups is he's young yeah and he's a hothead he gets angry quickly yeah um which I just, which I just saw an example of in Daredevil, where he was like a real rockhead, like and he was oh, just right. constantly trying to fight Daredevil. And Daredevil was like, "Calm down, no." Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is again forced writing because they want the heroes to fight, and mm-hmm. Spider Man's usually the one who is dumbed down to. Um, yeah, right. Well, I mean, it's young. used it's used to this effect as well because at the end, um, he gets angry at, at Superman. We see later on, and that's his yeah. hot headedness is the one that is the it instigates their fight. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, but Peter's looking really good here. Again, like my my Peter Parker um, that I always lean back towards is the look of uh, Peter Parker from Web of Spider-Man by Alex Savuik. Uh, really kind of classic style as well. Uh, this, and, and actually the um, uh, John Romita. Is it John Romita? I can't remember. John uh, Romita Senior or yes, Junior? No, no, Senior. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that that's mine. Very classic. Senior. Yeah, but and and it's uh, drawn really well. Andrew, who was the artist here? I can't. I'm not familiar with that artist. Ross Andrew. Ross Andrew. Um, he 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 had done both characters apparently at this point. Okay, because he draws Peter very well and Mary Jane very well as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all the characters look like 
like his lowest lane as well and stuff. Mm. I mean, you know, some of these were redrawings, but not all of them. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, so they're all heading towards this convention tomorrow, the news convention. Um, MJ's trying to calm Peter down. Uh, and they're about to go to a movie, but then uh, what I found interesting is that you know, Peter has to run away. Um, I can't remember back in the day, like, Mary Jane understands, right? Like, she's always kind of understood when, when he has to go. She's been quite... Um, I mean, I don't know if she, she... I'm pretty sure she doesn't know who he is at this point, though. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I know that that, that uh, oh, somewhere in the black suit arc, it kind of retconned as she always kind of knew. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, she yeah. always had a feeling. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I can't remember when, you know, when she started knowing or if she always... Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, well, th- in that case, that explains... But, I mean, she's pretty forgiving in this. Oh, yes, she still, is. Like, oh, absolutely. As yeah. opposed to Lois, which is another contrast. How, yes. Because, uh, you know, we all know Clark and Superman's lives suffer because they have to uh, run off and do things. But, uh, wow, Clark's life really suffers when he has to run off as Superman because people despise him for being a coward. He has to... <laughs> yes, he still has to, um, yeah. There's some really great contrasts here that are coming up. Yeah, that's, that's um, true, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he goes, uh, he's like, hey, my spider sense tingling about this blimp, and then it turns out it's hollow <laughs> and the, you know, flying octopus is in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, octopus piloting it. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the whole point. He's got the spider tracer, which was setting off his spider sense. That's kind of what, drawn, uh, what had drawn Spider-Man to the blimp. Um, yeah, so they continue fighting all the while the, the flying octopus within his blimp is, you know, just they're, they're careening towards the water. Um, yeah. And again, it mirrors Superman and Lex in the water. It, yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't notice Which that, I thought actually. was a really nice touch. Yeah. Um, true. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, Peter Parker, sorry, Spider-Man, proportional strength to a spider, one whack, you'd imagine, to a, I mean, it, Doctor it always Oct- bugs me when he's fighting Doc Ock and he doesn't go down in one punch. <laughs> well, that's right, isn't it? Because, yeah, he's a, he's a human, right? He's only got yeah. the arms connected to him. So one punch could either punch his head off <laughs> yeah. or uh, just knock him out straight away. Anyway, he does it here. So Yeah. And then we get uh, the cops finding him and then we have um, Peter meeting MJ and the rest of the crew to go to... Well, they're already in New York, but to go yeah. to the convention. So Conference. very similar again, just the one panel at the end, um, yeah. and the line of uh, people that Peter Wolf will be going with, attending the conference with. So, just really echoes the first prologue. Prologue again. Yeah. Um. So, I just want to look at the. Hold on, because it's a big issue. So I can scroll up and stuff. Um, yeah. So the Superman background is during the day in Metropolis and the Spider-Man ah, background is at night. At night. Uh, during, like, the sort of grimy New York, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which I quite liked. Uh, not that it's establishing that one's gritty and the other's not or anything. No, it's just, it's a just nice con- little contrast. Contrast, um, yeah, exactly. And, uh, uh, do you mind, I'll, I'll read this one out then? Yeah, go nuts. All right, so this is a Spider-Man one-pager for all the Superman fans back in the day that may want to know a bit more about Spider-Man. While still in high school, young Peter Parker was bitten by a radioactive spider at a science exhibition. Instead of dying, he soon found himself possessing uncanny abilities, the proportionate strength of a spider, the knack of climbing walls, all of which made him a friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. With the death of his uncle Ben, 
a death Peter felt he could have prevented, Spidey turned his talents to fighting crime. He designed a costume with one-way eye holes, a handy-dandy web shooter which carried his own web formula, and a special belt pack containing all sorts of spider goodies. Now he too battles evil as Spider-Man. Um, yeah, you tend to forget that he has a utility belt almost as well. I thought they basically contained his web fluid, um, but he has mm. the, the spider torch, like the, the spider. Yeah, he's got, got a little yeah gadget. Yeah. Because he's like the inventor, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, a very smart, smart cookie as well, like, you know. Yeah, he's, he's a young very guy. Smart. Yeah. Um, I think people forget that. Uh, actually, I forget that a lot about Superman as well, um, but yeah. that Spider Man is, you know, a genius, essentially. Mm. Um, like, he's a prodigy, yes. pretty much. Uh, which is, you know, what's well, most fun to see him interact with, like, Reed Richards and stuff. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they, they did that well in the, the first two Sam Raimi movies as well. The villains are both men of science, oh, which yes. I liked. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, God, I could talk about those movies, like, forever. So, but um, <laughs> for me, they're, like, perfection. But anyway, uh, yeah, it, it's a cool little intro for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So um, well-established. Yeah, nice little way to introduce. I mean, lo- again, another long prologue we're clocking at at what 33 32 pages so another yeah. 16 pages yeah though it doesn't mention uncle ben um oh, oh, only in the the identification thing oh it does just oh one, you're right one, you're one right. word Sorry. yeah, yeah I, just I about his that. death oh. yeah 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 um uh then i was quite surprised when we got another prologue and i wasn't i wasn't complaining <laughs> yeah because like, i i was enjoying this comic i was like yeah you know could go forever for I can, but uh, it was yeah, just, we're it prologue was just, three. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird that they're called prologues, prologues, prologues. Um, uh, yeah, it's almost to me at this point starting to be like part one, part two, part three, like chapters. Yeah, the, that should yeah. be called part one, part two, part three. Yeah, uh, yeah. But this Lex, the way Lex is drawn all throughout this prison thing is amazing. Oh, he's. He's great. And the same with Doc he's Ock so as well. Smug. Yeah, like, he is. Yeah. He's really channeling the smug energy in this prison. Like <laughs> I'm looking at it now, you can almost argue that every panel of Lex Luthor's face has some level of smugness on it. If you yeah. look at it, he's smiling, he's grinning. Oh yeah. He's, he's in control on... the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know, Doc Ock just looks like a raving lunatic. <laughs> he <laughs> does, doesn't he? That's great. Like so I guess at this point. I read somewhere that Doc Ock was Spider-Man's biggest villain because Green Goblin was dead at this point. Okay, uh, right. Because like the, the the death of Gwen Stacy was before yeah. this, um, right. which I think was also Jerry Conway. Um, yes, it was. Yeah, man. Oh, the whole it's such a great you know, lead up to that. Yeah, Amazing Fantasy fifteen to the death of Gwen Stacy is like one giant story. Yeah, you know, yeah. even though it changes from Stanley and Joe Conway, it's just amazing. All that content. Do you oh, remember yeah. the J. Jonah Jameson robots? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid like monitor he had on the wheels that shot out tentacles. Yeah. Like yeah. some of those are like, what were they thinking? Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, they're not dead of, level level at least, but, well, but there's always hit and misses. I think where you're trying there, to, yeah. Um, especially when you have one guy mainly doing the whole thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I could keep reminiscing. I could talk about how amazing issue 100 of Spider-Man is because they made it a weird horror story, but I won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, hey, uh, yeah, 
I mean, but a good choice of Doc Ock, as you say. I mean, Green Goblin, of course, synonymous with being the arts nemesis. But Doc Ock is, you know, a lot of a lot of fans enjoy Doc Ock as as the villain, as the the villain. Um, I like. I mean, him. I read the. Jeez, because I, I don't read much. Like Spider Man's one of my favorites, but I don't really read much new Spider Man mm-hmm, because of mm-hmm. more day and stuff. I don't like that. But um, they, I did read all the Superior Spider Man. Oh yeah, Dan Slot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the Dan Slot stuff was okay, but the non Dan Slot stuff was really great. I ah, thought, yeah, like yeah. the the Superior Spider Man team up book was oh, amazing. Okay. Um. The superior, yeah, so fo- was... the superior foes of Spider-Man. Yeah, I think I think that was it. Oh yeah, that, Nick, like that the, was Nick Spencer, I think as well. Yeah, they it added a lot of depth to yeah. Doc Ock as Spider-Man, which I liked. Oh, uh, I loved. I loved such Doc... a crazy story arc. <laughs> yeah, I loved Doc Ock in Superior Spider-Man. That I mean, talking about his arrogance and just you know his, yeah. uh, it was just to a T. I, I loved it. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, going back to this, Lex has got ideas of his own uh and a nice nifty way to get around um to get around uh concealing his escape pack um false epidermis yeah um, he's got stuff under his skin his yeah. false layer of skin yeah um and so <laughs> it's so funny it's just so deliciously diabolical uh, he's got these earplugs and sonic disruptors but the sonic disruptors apparently you know, you can't turn down the volume. It seems because he puts it through the the monitor, like the camera yeah. monitor. Um, surely the guards could just you know mute it. But anyway, they they get hit by him, uh, and they get driven into a deep sleep. Uh, and whilst he does it, I mean Doc Ock is in the same um, way, but he somehow activates Doc Ock's um, tentacles. So that allows him to escape his prison. Yeah, he's using Doc Ock to escape the prison with his tentacles while all the guards are yep. distracted. I yep. feel like if he came up with that, he probably could have come up with a way to get out of prison himself. Exactly, <laughs> but, pretty you know, elaborate, yeah. Um, I I do like how Lex, he's in shape. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks, like he looks buff, he looks fit. Yep. Uh, Doc Ock doesn't. Yeah, Doc Ock's always been a little bit podgy. Um, it just, but I, I, yeah, I, I guess I just like how they're not drawing the same body type. Yeah, yeah, sure. um, yeah, very much. Which, so. Yeah, I think there's some nice attention to detail, uh, mm-hmm. and m- might be my favorite panel in the entire comic is Lex riding Doc Shock's foot out, going ha 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 ha. I must admit, I did linger on that last panel as well, just like oh, he's actually he's actually riding him like a horse <laughs> uh, and Doc o- laughing like a maniac. Yeah, and Doc Ox, and I was thinking, I was, I was trying to apply physics to it that's going yeah i mean like all doc ock has to do is just kind of hold his legs in place and the, the tentacles will do everything else um so effortless for doc ock <laughs> really it's yeah. uh, funny uh, funny stuff but yeah that, that's um a nice little prison break we do see the the two villains together um again so we haven't seen the the heroes together albeit the cover and the inside of the first page uh but we get yeah. followed by uh, uh, their own little fact sheet as well Mm. Yeah, yeah. For so yeah, there's one page, but for Lex and Doc, Doc Octopus. Well, Doc, uh, Doc looks a little bit more buff there as well. He does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess we can read out these ones. Yeah. Why not? I, yeah. Let Let's finish it off with these. I guess I'll take Doc Ock. Okay. Yep. Um. 
and let us not forget our villainous villains, such as our Otto Octavius. Once a physicist working to unlock the ultimate secrets of the atom, Dr. Octavius became a victim of his experiments when a model atomic pile exploded, grafting Otto's works, Otto's work arms to his body and providing him with telepathic control over his new metallic limbs. So you hear that, kids? Radiation gives you superpowers. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Try it out. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thus was born that dread menace, Dr. Octopus. Such a cool name. Mm-hmm. Um, young Lex Luthor, on the other hand, was a criminal since the days of his adolescence. Like Octavius, he too was the victim of an experiment gone wrong, this time indirectly uh, because of his childhood friend Superboy. As a result of the disaster, Luther lost all his hair permanently, and the shock of this, coupled with the explosion itself and the loss of a vital experiment to create life, caused Luther to hate his former pal. Uh, over the years, he's invented many devices to defeat the Man of Steel, and has proven himself Superman's toughest and most elusive enemy. So, yeah, Luther losing his hair, causing that, you know, to him to go over the deep end. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, it's combined with combined with experience. all the yeah. Um, but, but I like I like how they yeah <laughs> I like how they led with that you know. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, well, it's God, it because it's so fifties. Yeah, like that happened in the fifties, you know. Whereas Spider Man was like sixties and sort of much more later. Like, so Superboy being mentioned in this comic is just like weird. Like, it's I'm not complaining, but it's like it's just so different to mm. Spider Man. Yeah. And how that storytelling is, like, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we finally get to Superman and Spider-Man in A Jewel of Titans, Chapter 1. Yep. And so they've all convened in this convention or conference. Uh, they the, convened the is, in the convention. Yeah. The world. <laughs> well, again, like, looking at the thing, they literally are paralleling each other as they go up the escalators. <laughs> Uh, together, like the bunch of them, so mm. Lois and Clark and Morgan Edge, like going up the escalators, and in the foreground you've got Jay Jonah, Robbie Robertson, um, uh, is that Ned and, and uh, Betty? Uh, is that Ned? Could uh, be. Yeah, it could be. I, I mean, I think th- it is. Yeah, very, um, very. Like they don't really get mentioned, but Peter and MJ are already off the escalators. So I like how that they're all kind of coming together. Again, look, a call a call out to. You know what I think makes this art really good is that um, Andrew Ross Andrew really just pays attention to like background as well. Like that satellite is fantastic, you know, um, at the top. Mm. Uh, so again, yeah, the art is just yeah. really brilliant. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, you know. Um... <laughs> I'm just having a look at uh, the, the lead up with Jay Jonah. Uh, and this yeah. is typical Jay Jonah, like lull you into a full sense, false sense of security. So I was, I was enjoying this, and at the same time enjoying Peter Parker's jumper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, yeah. this whole sequence is great. Like, yeah. James like, uh, Peter's like, oh, I said I'd make you know yeah. a holiday with Mary Jane. Just spent today, you know, with her, and then he's like, oh yeah, of course, um, why not? Take it, yeah. You deserve I remember that it. Gave you a day off, never because you're not a hard worker, you're not diligent, and he's yelling right in his face. Yeah, in public, you're a photographer, yeah. and Peter's like, you know what? Cover your ears, kids. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not going to take this. And it's just oh, he doesn't. He like, does. Yeah. It's just... 
Yeah. <laughs> he get he gets humiliated in public in front of his girlfriend, in front of his peers again. And he's and... also just called like a worthless photographer yeah. and not a hard worker. So he's like, you know yep. what? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Gets... And again, so this feeds into uh, him being a bit hot-headed. And actually, he's he's on a short fuse already. So when he eventually meets Superman, that's, you know... He, he he leaps um to conclusions with that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um and Mary Jane's like, hooray and Yeah. And, and, like he's... Yeah, yeah. Um and as you say, like different um I guess relationship with Mary Jane, as you say, like she's there, she's and not to say that Lois is mean or, or whatever, but um you know, she's very supportive. Uh, and I'm sure, actually, and so is Lois as well. But um, I, I like just this little snapshot of um, this kind of relationship side of Spider-Man because we know that the comics also deal a lot with that. You know, it's not all about superheroes. I guess you could argue oh, the yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah, Spider-Man was pretty noteworthy for the emphasis on his personal life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not that other comics weren't doing it. I think it just did it more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as as like Daredevil did as well, but kind of mm-hmm. less successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, but like DC, DC had that stuff, but the focus was more on the superheroing. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but that that's a great and yeah, Mary Jane's like, oh that that was you know, uh, she's supportive. She's like, oh you know that's cool, but uh, man, you're maybe calmed out a bit. But she <laughs> says that in like her spunky Mary Jane way, yes. like yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then we get Nerd Clark. Uh, <laughs> quite a sight, eh, Lois? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. he's like, oh, for what I understand, it combines the best interests of combat and Skylab. In fact, and she's like, do you actually find all this technical stuff interesting? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, true. Clark's very charming, I think, because he's he's not just acting here. Like, he he is sincere. He finds himself genuinely interesting, I think. Mm. And well, it's cool to sort of see. Um, yeah. I mean, for someone who comes from another planet as well, I guess it would be quite interesting. Yeah, know, to see this. Like interesting to see him enjoy something as well when he's not Superman. Mm. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> then he overhears Morgan Edge, uh, who's like, "Yeah, I'll replace Clark." Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he has his kind of run in with his boss, um, but it goes yeah. very differently. Like Spider-Man, Clark needs a wage too. Uh, he probably needs it less than Spider-Man because I'm sure he could, like, mm. uh, you know, invent something at the fortress and make a fortune. But uh, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. he doesn't operate like that, though. So yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I love like um, Edge is telling him, "Oh yeah, Tony doesn't need you," um, and like Clark's head just like shaking in that panel (laughs) (laughs) like what (laughs) yeah Yeah. and he's you know you're a big man in metropolis camp but naturally nationally you're zilch so convention time i will be replacing you with someone who has high viewer recognition factor like walter cronite roger mar dan rather or a temporary replacement of course unless our ratings rise and he blows spoke into his face oh yeah a a different disrespect yeah a different sort of bastard um compared to jay jonah a lot more uh uh, not heart on sleeve, but just uh, just a little bit crueler in, 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 I don't know. I mean, Jay Jonah is, but... Jay Jonah also doesn't work for Dark Side, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The people uh, pomp- but... pompous, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, Mary Jane's like, hey, are you going to let him do that to you? Take the biggest story of your career, are you? And 
Oh, Fox, like, Lois, uh, Lois is, yeah, yeah. So not, yeah, Mary Jane was oh, sorry, quite supportive. Yeah, Lois. yeah, yeah. Oh. But then Clark's like, oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I am. And she's like, oh, sometimes you <laughs> make me so bad I can scream. Yeah. So direct opposite of uh, the mm. Spider-Man. So, uh, which, again, really cool parallel, parallel, uh, parallel shows how they handle their alter egos. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Peter's pretty much himself like in his alter ego yeah um but superman has to dial it down yes, uh which you know uh he alienates him he doesn't look happy as lois is storming off um <laughs> that's true he's got to wear that because it's all to do for his um yeah for his alter ego yeah yeah yep um and uh she's like you know that spineless you know, if only he was a creep like Steve Long, but I could hate him for being a coward, but how do you hate a pussycat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, which again, just, um, you know, enhances the fact that Clark's such just a nice guy, you know? Yeah, very... he's just kind of that big sort of gentle sort of yeah. friendly yeah. sucker. Um, <laughs> and, and so I guess you had to have this some some way, and I found this a very novel way to kind of introduce the pair. So Lois wants to climb up, this, yeah, climb up this ladder <laughs> and, oh, no! Uh, she's going to fall, but she's caught by Peter Parker um, doing his heroic thing. Uh, you know, Lois is brave but stupid. Um, yeah. does all these things, but at the same time, she again puts her life in danger and has to be saved. And it's Peter Parker, which is a really funny mm. twist. Because um, she's being saved by Spider-Man, but she doesn't know it. <laughs> she doesn't know it, yeah. And, and he's yeah. only doing what he's used to do, doing. Yes. Yeah. Just saving people. Um, so he's up on the gangway or whatever it is, scaffolding, trying to take some photos and, and they exchange kind of, uh, so they exchange, um, acknowledgements. Resumes. Yeah. yeah. Resumes I and mean, I guess, oh, I do know who you are, Lois Lane. And it's like, oh, you're the Peter Parker, which I, I found awesome. So he has a reputation. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, oh, the, the, the Peter Parker's news photos almost won last year's New Guild Award. And he's like, I just realized you're the Daily Planet's number one ace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they like admirers of each other's work, which is cool. Also, yeah. I guess we should talk about um, there's no like multiverse setup. It, just from the get go, they're just in the same universe and you just roll with it. Yeah, I like that. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, because we even see later on Spider Man commenting of, I heard about this guy, Superman. Y- you know, so. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like a big world. They've never really crossed paths. But yeah, I well, like that. as well because yeah, it would honestly be a waste of pages to try and. Yeah. Set that up. Like, you may as well just roll with the fact, okay, it's easy to accept they're in the same universe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because there's people in DC that Superman hasn't met, you know, so it's not really that far-fetched. Mm-hmm, yeah. Especially when Spider-Man isn't, like, on the Avengers at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, is, is, um, is New York ever mentioned in DC comics? Or are they all, yeah, like, Star sure City? New York's in DC. Okay, I, I always thought they were always fictitious cities, but... um. Yeah. Yeah, New York's in DC, but it's like okay. um okay. You know, the real capitals are Metropolis and Gotham and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Star City and that. Um which again I like. I don't like everything being in uh yeah. sort of New York. Um mm-hmm. I don't think it's in it much though. I'm just reading like it seems to be barely in it, but it exists. Yeah. Uh yeah. And then Mary Jane comes in. <laughs> well, this is where we get the kind of, I guess, the reinforcement that they are a younger couple. Um, Lois has got no inclination to 
<laughs> you know, pull the claws in, MJ. Well, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. she goes, I guess you're not the liberated type, eh, Miss Jane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Miss Lane. Miss Lane, yeah, yeah. God. I can see how you can get them mixed up now. Mary Jane, Lois Lane, it, yeah, yeah, it's a mouthful. Yeah, she's like, some men like that sort of thing. Some men dig their women feminine, right, Peter? Oh, God. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool. And and this surprise, the surprise, because you only get the one panel of Superman coming in on the, the end of the page. Uh, but all of a sudden, he zappos them. And right in front of Peter, it's like, what the... And and we see later on that Spider-Man's just rattled by this. Like, it's just... It's, he's seen some crazy stuff, but it seems like this instance, of course it's Mary Jane and Lois Lane. It's probably... It's rattled him even further. Um, it is pretty bizarre. Mm. Yeah. I mean, no. but, you know, Spider-Man, he's seen a guy in a, a glider throwing pumpkin bombs and... He's come. I'm sure he's come across teleportation before as well. Uh, yeah, but like Superman coming out of nowhere. Well, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, and it's a pretty elaborate disguise, isn't it? Then from Luther, because he manages to emulate a really. Uh, he's fooled everyone. He's even fooled Lois, who you know is the most who knows Superman the most intimately, and <laughs> she's waving at him. Um, but yeah. yeah. Um, so that was, that's fun. Again, a lot of it is fun. You've really got to suspend your disbelief in this. Like if you can, you can nitpick things till the cows come home with this, if you're really that pedantic, but it's just, it's just a lot of like narrative conveniences, we'll say. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, it's just fun. Like the whole thing is a fun rollick. So, um, yeah. I think what matters more is like the characters, you know, less than the plot. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and it's, it's a whole buzz of seeing them together anyway. I mean, that's a main drive. I think that anyone would pick this up back in the day, you know, this is such a big yeah. boom. Uh, boon, sorry. Yeah. Also, I love how it establishes Mary uh, Lois Lane older than, mm-hmm. which we talked about before, but yes. I don't know, just the way Lois carries herself and stuff and dresses, like she yep. she seems older than Peter and Mary. Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. Um, and Mary looks like she's stoned <laughs> when she's talking about <laughs> She's definitely got the yeah, the kind of like the big eyelashes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. she definitely comes across as younger. I mean, that's it. Like, yeah, stoned or not. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, so you know, we we finally kind of get Clark and Peter Parker together, and I found this funny. I mean, the call for for phone booths um, because you know that's kind of synonymous with Superman, but. Peter Parker's asking for one. Yeah, um, he's like, yeah, he's asking Clark, where are the phone booths? Yeah. He's like, what, over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then in a, a twist of modernity, um, they're the the modern phones, pay phones, which aren't in booths, they're kind of all uh, lined up together with just, um, yeah. yeah, just partitions in between them. Uh, so he has to scale, go up to the roof, which is not uncommon for Spider-Man, yeah. Chuck his bag, chuck his clothes in a spider in a web bag, uh, and off he goes. Uh, so yeah, we get to see finally we get to see Spider Man in action in the main story. Um, yeah. Um, and Superman as well because that wasn't Superman before. Spoiler. <laughs> well, true. Yeah. As we know, that was Lex dressed as Superman in some ridiculous nonsensical scheme. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, so, big splash page for Superman and Spider-Man meet Beautiful. chapter two when Beautiful. heroes clash. Yeah, and Superman's 
heard reports about him, like he's a criminal, and then Superman's like, you better explain what you've done or take, you know, word, my friend, you'll be sorry. Because so Superman's blaming Spider-Man because he knows Spider-Man's a crook in New York. Yep. This is a real, not even a stretch, it just made no sense. Um, <laughs> I thought initially, like, Clark saw Spider-Man and Peter saw Superman, but um, that's not the case. They both saw Superman and Clark just assumed Spider-Man was behind it because he has mm. bad rep. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, Clark immediately pretty much says, wait a minute. Like, he throws one kind of punch, Spider-Man dodges, and then immediately Superman's like, hey, uh, the way Spider-Man's talking, I don't think he's actually a bad guy. Um, But at this point, you know, Spider-Man's too angry, so they've got to keep fighting. Um (laughs) This is the experienced head of Superman, I think. And and again, it probably highlights the hot-headedness and, you know, the young Peter Parker. But he, he... you know, he he takes stock of the situation uh, straight away, and although he's he's actually he's not trying to fight Superman, uh, Spider Man, he's uh, trying to reason with him. He doesn't lay a punch, but it's it's because Spider Man gets zapped by by Lex, and he's still a bit heated. Uh, he lands the first big one, and we get some nice splash pages um, coming up. So this is one of them, the big kapow. Uh, yeah, yeah, because Spider Man's been buffed up by Lex at this point. Yeah, and he uh, little... he smashes him. Uh, just uh, he plummets towards Earth, and he he just misses out on that um, the statue. Um, yeah, because he's so shocked. He's like, <laughs> yeah, that, you know, Spider Man's that strong. Um, exactly. That's a really great splash page as he punches him. That's an awesome page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the I know you don't see it that much these days, but with the coloring. There's like that white aura that's left around Superman because mm. you don't color right up to the black ink. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if maybe that's been done separately and overlaid um, mm. on top of it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so it kind of maddens Superman, but Spider Man still is all kind of heated. Um, and he reckons, oh, you're not as tough as, you know, I've heard you are. He just kept on pummeling him and at the same time surprised at what he's doing. Um, he's, still yeah. pun- he's still punching. I was just having a look following. So he's swinging, swinging away. He goes up to Superman. Superman is still trying to calm him down, but Spider-Man just keeps on punching him. Yeah. And off he goes. Uh, it's a it's a pretty cool, like, the art's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I- and then it comes to this bit, one of my, like, one of the couple of, like, there's some really good examples of Superman's powers. Like, we'll get to, there's one big one I really love later on. There's this one, which is awesome. So, <laughs> Superman is really angry. He's about to just wallop Spider-Man, but thinks, oh, my God, my strength, I'm going to pulverize his head. Great Krypton, what am I doing? If this blow connects, it'll kill him. It will, yeah. yeah. So, he actually stops himself, but... The the force of him pulling the punch and the the force that is exerted shock towards wave. him it's a shockwave, <laughs> and it just smashes Spider Man backwards. And again, we get another another brilliant kind of splash page. The force of a compact hurricane, and this is when he pulled <laughs> his punch like it didn't even connect. Like yeah. it was just, it's such a, it's one of my favorite panels where he. I have to pull my punch open in time, and you see the punch stop, but yep. the shockwave, you know, it's such a... You can feel the sort of power and yes. the strength there. Oh, um, the, and the amount of power that Superman has, it's just amazing that his power... He, he's, 
his punch is that powerful. Um, and him that yep. powerful to stop it. So uh, really great as well. And again, a, he a play flies with, through a building. <laughs> he does. And, uh, the, I have to laugh at that. He flies through the artwork. Maybe that's a bit of a dig, <laughs> a dig at modern art. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but you get a little sense of his agility. I like it because, again, you see that whole Spider-Man multiple oh, yeah. images. So he does his little backflippy kind of thing and he tries to hit Superman, but it's worn off. He's bouncing off. Yeah, he, Superman's like, "Hey, stop it!" And he keeps, yeah. And that, that's a great out of context panel. Spider Man, <laughs> Spider Man goes, "How would you get so hard?" So, so <laughs> I didn't just... notice that. <laughs> oh, jeez, that should yeah. I'll cut and paste that a bit later on. That's a good I've one. Already done it, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, Spider Man's no slouch. Remember, for for you geeks out there. Yes, proportionate strength. He's got about ten tons where he can press. Um, yeah, we should establish Spider Man has super strength. He yeah. is strong. Um, yeah. He can fight the thing. He can fight know, the thing. He's not stronger than the thing, but he can fight him. He cannot fight the Hulk. He cannot. No, he usually jumps not around him. Point. So no, him punching Superman is kind of like him punching the Hulk. Um, yep, and Superman. I vividly remember the first like Spider-Man Hulk encounter and just oh, yes. how, how outmatched he was. Oh yeah, he was just uh, bouncing around. That was near the dam or something, wasn't? It's was up in Canada. Yeah, Hulk was just standing there. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, and, and even more so, he's Superman set himself now, so no surprise shots. Uh, he's yeah. planted his feet down, and Spider-Man's just trying to hurt him, <laughs> yeah. uh, but he can't. I mean, he's he's hitting a brick wall uh, to yeah. a point where he, he comically says he break, breaks his hands. Um, yeah, I love the, like, the flurry of punches. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's that just was try- really funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's trying anything he can do, but Superman, he's one tough cookie, so... Um, Yep. So they eventually kind of make make amends. Uh, another little gag at Superman's strength. Uh, Spider Man. He's after they shake hands. It's not bad <laughs> enough. He's got you know hurt hands, but he's now just his hands been squeezed by Superman. <laughs> so, so he's got to deal with that. Uh, so yeah, that ends like chapter two. I love like yeah, they're like best friends now. They're like partners shaking yeah. hands and like yes, let's team up. Um, you yeah, know, just. Literally the formula for the team up on yeah. full display. You fight, then they're friends, and then they go, you know. Yeah, and and they don't even bother about them explaining it. I love it. It's like one large lump of exposition later. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, everything's been explained now. <laughs> and yeah. Off, and off they go. So that's good. And again, I didn't mind that at all because we don't want to have to go through it of them, Superman or Spider-Man, explaining the whole thing. We get it. They're teaming up now. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, chapter three, as we get... Is this the last chapter? Uh, probably close to it. The Call of Battle. Uh, yeah, I think it's... Uh, no, I think it's the second last. Second last one. Um, my favourite... Sure. Yeah. Again, another beautiful splash page, <laughs> a double pager. Spider skis. It took me a second to realise what was going on here. <laughs> he's, he's flying around carrying Spider-Man's web, and Spider-Man's got, like, these web skis. Yep. It's like water so skiing. Just, but with... Yeah, he's just skiing behind him on the air. Like... Yeah, how cool is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they're flying around looking for um, clues, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Oh, they, they they found the headquarters. Sorry, so um, at the central railroad yard, um, yeah, he's used it again. He's used a bit of uh, res- energy residue, 
um, to actually pinpoint it from the imposter, the Superman imposter. So Superman's powers brilliant managed to track track this down. Yeah, um, and he's used his X-ray vision. How did he done that? Spider Man says you've done. You're amazing. Um, and I think that's great. I think it's amazing too that he can track him. Um, anyway, so he does it. Spider- yeah, Spider-Man's like, hey, do you know how awesome it is? Like having all these powers yeah. like, throughout this. Um, Don't you ever stun yourself? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, but he goes in. It's a bit of a madhouse, but Spider-Man very... Well, you know, he actually goes through a lot. He gets electrocuted. His his legs, his feet, and hands get burnt from the top. But you know he's a spot. He's like a spider. He manages to escape. Uh, manages to flip in midair, twist his body. Superman just meanwhile just like a bull in the china shop, just goes straight through <laughs> the door. And they both meet uh, Lex and and Doc Ock, who are basically just waiting for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's a bit of a bit of a trap. Yep, because they're holograms. Uh, again, it's just kind of like uh, Hero, Hero, Lois, and MJ. You know, they're the bait. Catch you later. Um, so they go. It's a trap. Superman, you know, catches wind of it. No pun intended. I'm looking at that panel <laughs> where he he blows Spider Man away in the nick of time. <laughs> and what I love about this Connor, which I was saying before. His yeah. photographic memory, Superman, he actually <laughs> took note of how the computer was put together and with super speed, he rebuilds it. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> like, it's, Yeah, it's classic. But I, part of me was like, um, I, I like Spider-Man's reactions. Like, have you ever thought of hiring out to weddings and barbers? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I kind of wish Spider-Man rebuilt the computer. Oh, yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, true. Just... Uh, but Spider-Man at least, like, uses the computer to track them. Yeah. So. Well, that's, um, yeah, it would have been a nice nod to his kind of intelligence. Uh, but I guess they, they show Superman sort of another show, uh, photographic movie, which I don't think he has anymore. But, okay. um, yeah. I mean, yeah, but his mind can operate really quickly. Yeah, um, and, well. and it's very, it's very silly, but it's very charming and classic Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like from from that Silver Age. You know, and I love seeing all the different Supermans as he's like rebuilding. Yeah, you know, sort of just showing how fast he's going. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a real, that's a real fun little um, bit to his power, albeit yeah. you know, maybe defunct now or not. Uh, but then it's like, kind of like a, a really, for me, it was a left turn. <laughs> they find the coordinates. Yeah, they go to Africa. And they go, uh, yeah, to the south of Kilimanjaro. And uh, they befriend this African tribe. Um, <laughs> which, you know, is like it's, um, it, like, it, I feel like, oh, it's going to get weird. But then it's like, oh, no, there's like some guy there who studied in London. <laughs> yeah, he's just gone he's... back to the tribe. He's like, "Hey, you're Superman, aren't you? I saw your photos when I studied in London. My name's uh, Nuchaka. If there's anything you need, I'm your man." So yeah. he's like the sort of liaison yeah. to the village. I'm like, "Oh, this guy's a cool character." Um, yeah, and so they it's just, just so weird though. Like, it's so weird. Uh, it's such a strange turn. I mean, not you know, it, it could literally have been anything, really. But I, I, it's... I guess maybe to show that like they're sort of globe trotting. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, cause and it's like, like I don't know. Part of it's just cool to see Spider-Man, Superman interact with like this tribe. <laughs> but it's like, it's just like, yeah. I guess it could have been anything, but it's just like, what? <laughs> like my friends and I have come from the sky seeking two evil men. Oh, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no. So they uh, again, Lex has um, he's zapped one of the other soldiers. Uh, so there's a little bit of a fight. Uh, not Are soldiers. we going to talk about Superman juggling the? Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that's right. So the chief, like, what the hell, man? Um... Yeah, the chieftain wants some some uh, display of power that will kind of appease him. So so Superman juggles some warriors. Um, they don't seem to mind. They don't know. They seem <laughs> to be quite happy. Uh, so, and that chief, uh, pleases the chief. They offer this drink again, uh, stereotypically some disgusting drink of. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever mixed milk and cattle blood, <laughs> but uh, I feel know. like Superman would drink that to be polite. But mm. um, yeah, yeah, minor quibble. It's a comedic moment. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's just meant to be comedic. I mean, and that's it's it's not a a joke that you haven't seen. You know. It seems yeah. a bit, um, yeah, standard in that sense. But uh, yeah, so they fly towards a mountain with the uh, chucker. <laughs> yeah, yes, they take him along because um, they're team up. This like super super team up with Spider Man, Chucker, and <laughs> Superman. Because um. <laughs> someone's disappeared months ago in the mountain. Uh, Superman uncovers a door. It's uh, kind of cool. There's like some evil presence nearby, and they think it's like a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a cool setup for like Lex Luthor's lair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, like it, this could have been like if this is like a six issue trade, then coming to like this village and investigating this sort of mysterious thing would have yep. been like a whole issue. Oh yeah, it would have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we we get uh, you know, we get the discovery of the the secret stone door straight away. There's another yep. little fight here. I love Spidey's cannonball into into the guy. <laughs> Uh, that the just, web breaks. Yeah, the web, web breaks. The guy's super strong. He's as strong as Spidey was when he fought Superman in that Although, kind of rage. Yeah, and at least Spider-Man's like, so he tore my webbing, no big deal, as opposed to what it used to be like, where, oh my God, he tore my webbing. Yeah, <laughs> How yeah. How did that even happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's super strong. He can take punches from Superman, and the yep. sword is bad news. Cuts, um, it cuts. cuts off his hair. Yeah. Well, he's he finally, all, yeah. finally can have a haircut, Superman. So Yeah. He's like, wait. Just stay like that. Give me the sword. And he starts, like, you know, giving himself a haircut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Trim it. Short back and sides. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And and then, again, another example of Superman's power. Look, Spidey, I've studied your webbing to the molecular level or something. Um, yeah. Use it again, and I'll use my heat vision. He manages to turn the webbing. I mean, the webbing's pretty... It's meant to be equivalent to tensile steel as well. I mean, the, the consistency. Uh, quite unbreakable. Um but yeah, mm. Superman is hardened it even it stronger. Even yeah. stronger, yeah. Which I, I like it. I like them synergizing their powers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a cool panel as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it makes any sense, but who cares? Oh, I mean, yeah, maybe it's like kind of like the effect of heating up sand to glass or something. Mm. Um, oh yeah, let's let's know. call it that. <laughs> so, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and interesting, um, the use of the heat vision is, is displayed differently. Like it's yeah. it's almost like a fire coming from his eyes. Yeah, I d- yeah, it's kind of this broad sort of yeah, instead of like a focused laser. Yeah, uh, and also like how Spider Man's made a little sling for Nushaka off panel. Oh yeah, there you go. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> very convenient, very nice of him. Uh, yeah, so that that ends that they found the lair, um, and we're in chapter four. So yeah, uh, they're in the base for chapter four. Mm-hmm. Um, Big supervillain where Spider-Man's like, you know, your pal Luther goes in for big gizmos and big way soups. You ask me, you've seen too many James Bond movies. It is a very James Bond yeah. where 
Um, yeah. Uh, it, the thing that got me in this flash page was Lex already in his little jet, his little spaceship. Um, <laughs> I thought that's hilarious. Um, yeah, he's launched, he's launched himself off in a rocket mm-hmm. with Dr. Octopus, um, you know. Chapter 4, The Doomsday Decision. I would have loved maybe if that flying octopus was turned into a spaceship. That would have been pretty cool. But mm-hmm. um, I guess there was no room for that. So we got Lex and uh, bringing Doc Ock along. Yeah. Yep. Like Lex could have modified Doc Ock's octopus yeah. ship. That would have been cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so the uh, the lovely ladies, uh, it looks like they're kind of suspended. Like they're stuck to this pole. But they're suspended in a bubble. Um, yeah, it's, it's just kind of stuck there. It's odd. Um, yeah, uh, but we we're kind of brought back because this all ties into that little little circuit um, that Lex had stolen. Um, yeah, as the, the the killer robot at the beginning. Um, so he's concealed that. Um, we we see it again when Lex and Superman fought in the prologue. Um, but yeah, it's all coming to place now. He puts it in, and and he yeah, as, as we mentioned in the synopsis, he wants to destroy the world. So that's um, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit bleak, but you know, and, that's, um, that's Lex. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, just sneezed. Uh, so I want to point out we see them earlier. We see Lois and Mary Jane earlier on a screen mm-hmm. spent, but like, because you know, Lex talking about how they're bait, and it looks like they're arguing. Like, um, <laughs> they're both angry, and Mary Jane's like pointing at Lois. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, yeah, but well, yeah. yeah, they didn't get off on the right foot at, to begin with, anyway. So yeah, no, could yeah. easily easily be the case. Um, then there's another kind of parallel here. Uh, Jay Jonah. Uh, it was mentioned there's some synopsis at the end. Uh, what did you make of it? Look, I thought a little bit nothing of it. Um, Morgan Edge. Oh, the interlude? Yeah. I think it was cool to see the two bosses interact. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, obviously go on about their worries for Peter and Clark, respectively. Yeah. Um, they share the same space, like the panel space, so that was good. Um, but yeah, they, they both have kind of the same problem. Um, it was cool to see, like, Jameson going, you know... Uh, Morgan Edge is like, you want Clark Kent? And James is like, is that a serious offer? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's only very brief, that one page. Um, yeah. But then we're going back into Maniacal Lex. Um, so with his satellite, he's got his little programming circuit in there. Uh, and the communication lasers, I mean, they start doing their thing, uh, causing massive disruptions to the Earth, which we'll see later on, and Superman catches wind of this. You can see the satellite; it's shooting its death lasers into uh, into the Earth, causing hurricanes and and whatnot, and storms and stuff. So, um, yeah, re- really cool to see Superman. I-, I liked it in his element, like in space, uh, something that Spider Man certainly can't do. Uh, so he's stuck in that um, yeah. Injustice Gang uh, s- ship that they kind of, um, you know hijacked uh, from the lair. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Up there. And it's not uncommon actually to see Spider-Man in space as well. I love seeing Spidey no, in space because he's... Um, you think it would be, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool because he's so out of his element. Um, yeah. But, but um, yeah. And on the page above that shot of Lex laughing, 
mm-hmm. the bottom right, where he says we've won. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really famous meme, uh, Lex face. Oh, Lex laughing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That particular face is like, oh wow used a lot in memes. Um, so that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I like the, I like the satellite shooting the Earth. I think that looks cool. Yeah, it's um, understandably a, a, you know, a, an evil plan on a massive scale. You know, it's not Doc Ock stealing goods from a warehouse. No, <laughs> this is way beyond that. Uh, so yeah, Lex wants to destroy the planet essentially. Um, pretty weird, um, but then he's a pretty weird fella. Um, but again, that just he, angry. <laughs> he's angry. Yeah, yeah. It's a loss of hair, I tell you. He um, yeah. But he gets Spider Man and Superman. Uh, they're all they're all kind of blacking out, lack of oxygen. Um, a, a shot of the laser um, to to Superman. Yeah. And uh, so again, like despite how strong Superman is, Lex can always seem to get his measure. Um, mm. But here again, I mean, I love this. Like, there's a bit of Lex explaining, but I love how then they they in effect just exchange villains. Uh, so there's a mini splash of yeah. Spider Man leaping over. Towards Lex and Superman taking on Doc Ock, who again, as we've mentioned, hasn't had much, really much to do. Uh, poor, poor Otto. Um, yeah. Did so we mention that that the winds on Earth are very strong? I thought that was a cool panel. Uh, yeah. Or just just the um, the, the lasers and stuff has caused all sort of disruptions. Yeah, yeah. Just like the yeah, it's like a hurricane hitting the planet. Um, yeah. Or like hitting Middle America, it's just all storms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's mentions of tsunamis later on as well. That's sort of yeah, like like showing on that big screen. Um, Which bloody hell, you know? I mean, yeah. we've lived through a time now where we actually have had tsunamis, and they are terrifying to say the least. Um, yeah, it may seem all like fiction back in the day here, but like, geez, I mean, they they are terrible. Um, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's cool that they sort of switch villains. Yep. Um, either of it doesn't like last particularly long. Like it's just they're basically taking advantage of the zero gravity, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, because they're completely outmatched in a fight. They are. It's so <laughs> like... bizarre. I mean, Doc Ox. I mean, Superman just straight like rips Doc Ock's arms off. Um, yeah. and he's like, there's a form of oriental fighting which you don't resist your opponent. Instead, oh, you have yeah. to take his move first and use it. But, I mean, he's correct. That's a thing that exists, funnily mm. enough, uh, using your opponent's force against them. Um, so when he said there's a form of oriental fighting, I was like, uh-oh, but then he said something correct. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's a beautiful panel here of uh, Otto just smacked up against the wall. It's... There's a lot of nice big pages. Yeah. I mean, uh, big splash pages, yeah. Yeah, and Superman actually rips some of the tentacles off, which is, um, you know, quite a feat in itself. Yeah. Um, but more My importantly... I can't see. Yeah, but more importantly, <laughs> he's broken his glasses. I mean, come on. Um, but anyway, that's that's funny. But Superman's a bit groggy still, you know, so he's not totally there. Um, and uh, Luther is showing, you know, a sign of some sort of... Care actually grabs those glasses and gives them back to Doc Ock. For some reason, he has use for Doc Ock at this point. I yeah. guess just to fight them. Um. <laughs> I guess, yeah, he can't take on both of them. Because so Lex just... has been doing everything at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
But um, Spidey's doing... Again, like, Spidey's punching Lex. Like, surely that would lay him out. Uh, uh, Lex has never been punched by Superman, right? He's just kind of been... Well, not in this issue, at least. Um, yeah, I mean, God, I, I don't know the previous 40 years of yeah, every Lex yeah. appearance, unfortunately. But, uh, I mean, again, similar but, to, like, how Doc Ock gets punched by Spider-Man and seems to be okay after a bit. Yeah. Um, surely someone that can press 10 tons, even if he pulls his punch... But again, we're getting into nitpick territory. I'm just going to assume Lex yeah. rolled with it. Yep. Because Lex, Lex, I mean, what you can say for Lex is that he is a fighter, at yeah. least. Okay. Um, like, he can fight because, mm-hmm. you know, he wants to make himself, like, the perfect human condition. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know. They can continue fighting, uh, but Superman wants to... I mean, the, the fight isn't here. It's actually the Earth is under... Yeah, uh, yeah you know, keep seeing these, trouble. like, catastrophic tsunamis and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so he, he decides to bail, and um, <laughs> Spidey, typical fashion, like Superman, can you hold a fort alone, Spidey? Does Warner Brothers make movies? Wow. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> so, yeah, Superman goes to stop the tidal wave while Spider-Man fights Lex and... Um, and Doc Ock. Doc Ock. I mean, let's face it, Spider-Man can go... He goes up against a Sinister Six. Six supervillains. Oh, yeah. yeah he can I'm... take two. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Lex does his maniac thing. He's like, I'm going to blow up the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the crazies in his eyes. And Spider-Man's like, oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Even Doc Ock then, as we again mentioned, he finally comes to his senses... Like, what's the point of, of destroying the planet? Like, we've come here to dominate the planet. It's like, it's my home, too. Yeah, yeah. So I love how, like, he's too, like, Lex is too crazy for Doc Ock, who's already really crazy, but yes. it's just too much for him. He's it's like, hey, this guy's him. nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so so they... he destroys his control panel with one of his technical, uh, tentacles mm-hmm. to an <laughs> oh from Luther. Yeah. Um, uh, and then they start kind of fighting um, again. Like even these other, this big splash of of the tsunami is pretty cool. Oh man, I thought I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, because you get the scale of Superman as well, or like how yeah. big this thing is, and it's just really well drawn. That's the waves. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. It's um, really... there's a there's a pretty similar uh, thing in Unchained, uh, okay, which I can still be covering. Yes, I'm wonder, kind of wonder if it was a nod to this. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's a gorgeous panel and the storm clouds as well. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, and no, really good. Love it. I love yeah. how Lex like drop kicks Doctor Octopus. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, full force of it. Yeah, pull poor Doc Ock. He's what? He's only got what one tentacle left? Or maybe a couple yeah, of two of them. He's been slapped around and yeah. ridden like a horse. Um. <laughs> <laughs> poor fella. Um, but again, oh, again, we're talking. I totally forgot about this bit. Um, Superman's power <laughs> he creates a wall of sound because uh, he he goes beyond Mac one, two, and three. Yeah, and this wall of sound manages to push the uh, the wall of water, and it kind of basically subsides the water, um, and yeah, tsunami, you know, being nullified. Uh, so yeah, and, and then that's kind of coupled with Spider-Man finally getting in a a haymaker, um, yeah, a proper Lex. haymaker on Lex and punching him out. 
So finally, I mean, I'm assuming Doc Ock's been punched by um, Lex anyway, so he's knocked out anyway. And um, I love, I always love how they do a detailed explanation for how Superman does this stuff. Yeah, like, it's, it's cool. just nice to have, you know. It just, it's just, um, um, it's I, just I like part it. of the charm, I think. And you might realize at this point, like these older Superman comics, like yeah. this happens a lot, where he does these super feats and it tells you yeah. exactly what's happening. Um, well, that's just the amazement because it, it's like the comic book uh, a super science, right? You know, yeah, it's just trying to explain it to you, um, your rational mind, how how this is coming about, and uh, the fact that he does stuff based on science that goes way beyond what we know can be done. It's yeah. like it's amazing. It's like wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really great. Uh, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden there is peace. The other the waves has subsided. Um, and then we get an afterward. Yes, with um, enough webbing, uh, enough web fluid to to, to bind yeah. Lex and Doc Ock, uh, and basically they're just cargo now. <laughs> just haul them away. Uh, so yeah, there's no false epidermis here to save Lex. Um, but yeah, uh, that was. No. There's an epilogue as well after that as well. Yeah, but it's funny how like Spider-Man's like coming to New- imagine Luther's ego coming to New York just to grab Lois Lane as bait for a trap to net. You guess it was just lucky grab my girl too, huh? And then Superman's like Michael Destiny, but Spider-Man just called Mary Jane his girl. I know. So that's noticed- a bit like, hey, identity crisis. I know. Or- <laughs> I noticed that straight. I noticed that straight away as well. I go, hang on, because it's normal for Superman. Everyone knows that Lois is like infatuated with Superman, but yeah. Yep. Um, it may have been an intentional little slip, you know, that um, maybe. the writer did, just but like no one noticed, and it's a little nod to the readers going, oh, hang on, Spidey. Yeah. Um, but we know that then, yeah, you know, this is kind of like a one crossover, you know, for all instances, they're probably not going to meet again, so it's like, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have, I hope we meet again, Spider-Man, you hope, don't forget me, and like, I, it's the, the old Predator handshake. <laughs> clasping of arms. Yes. Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, the bro, the bro shake. Uh, yeah. Yep. And they're carrying off their respective villain. Yep. And Spider-Man's like, after all, isn't it, it isn't every day two living legends go around making history. Am I right or am I right? Oh, man. Spidey old friend. I don't think anyone's ever been right. I'm like, yeah. wow. That's a, that's a great kind of way, jolly way to end it. Yeah. It's very jolly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the end, question mark. And I'm glad we get a, this epilogue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because um, I wanted to see Clark Kent and Peter Parker together. That's something I'd really been waiting for. Yeah, apart from um, the phone booth uh, scenario, yeah, we yeah. don't really get to see them together. Yeah, and so Clark's up an automatic video camera to record their arrival in Columbus Circle. Jeez, that's a, and... that's a massive video camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but Peter set up his pictures. So they're both doing the same trick, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like you know, that Clark's like it seems we covered the same event, Parker. Mm-hmm. They both come on top um, with their prospective, you know, jobs. Uh, Peter yeah. really makes J. Jonah happy again for this instance. Who knows when he's going to bloody, his fuse is going to blow again. And uh, Morgan Edge seems pretty happy with uh, what Clark has done. So happy days. Everyone gets, um, everyone gets paid. <laughs> yeah. And all four of the, so Lois, Clark, Mary, and 
Peter will walk off together arm in arm after dinner together. Well, let's hope that Mary Jane and Lois get along a bit bit better after this. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a nice little tie up, uh, you know, to end it. Um, really good. Yeah, and like I, I have to say, I really, I do wish we got more Peter and Clark. Mm-hmm. I think Clark, I, I think like if this were in whatever universe, if this was like an ongoing, I think Clark could be like a really cool mentor figure to mm. Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both as Superman and as Clark. Yeah, um, I think it'd be a really cool thing to explore. Well, father figure. Let, let's uh, let's <laughs> not beat around mm. the bush for for Spidey. That's, He's always kind of looking too, for yeah. something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Instead of Tony Stark or like yep. uh, Norman Osborn, maybe you can do yep. a bit better with, uh, with Clark, Clark Kent. Kent. Yeah, yeah, you would do. Got leaps and uh, so do they? Do you? I mean, I guess they don't know who each other are because I don't think it really nodded to it enough. No. But it would have been nice if they because you're never going to see them again. So yeah, like, might that's have to true. Figure out who each other are, you know. Yeah, that um, would have been good. Rather than yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, maybe it's because they're just going to live parallel. You know, I mean, the whole thing has been set up how it was kind of paralleling each other. Um, yeah, just continue. Hmm? So this crossover has been referenced. Um, oh, in canon, like as in. Yes, oh. uh, specifically Spider-Man canon. So, uh, though it is not considered canon, this is from Wikipedia, bits of the story have been glimpsed in some of Marvel's other titles. In What If 1, 1977, Uatu the Watcher glimpses the various universes. Among ah. these is Spider-Man about to receive a punch from Superman, showing his sleeve and fist only. Oh, cool. Uatu even poses the question whether the event happened in the mainstream continuum or an alternate reality. And then we have Avengers Forever 8, in July 1999, the scene with Dr. Octopus carrying Lex Luthor out of prison. Doesn't really elaborate on what context. Oh, uh, wow. Then, this is an interesting one. Mosaic 4, oh, January yeah, 2017. Yeah, very One of common. Spider-Man's memories depict him unleashing a volley of punches against a partially obscured Superman. Oh, cool. This is very cool that it gets referenced like that. Um, a few times, yeah, and so recent as well. Yeah, yeah. That's I guess cool. it's a pretty popular story. Um, yeah. You know, so, uh, and there's some interesting, uh, there's like some interesting production notes on this Mm -hmm. from like Jerry Conway, uh, which I thought might be cool to sort of read out. Um, Yeah, sure, sure. So Conway said, for my money, in 2016, he said, for my money, there was no rational way we were going to justify this team up. What universe and what world did it take place? It looked as a chance to do a story for the fans, a fun story. It was a chance to do the scenes I, as a fan, would like to see in this fantasy, um, which is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, they didn't they didn't like put too much. Oh, we need to make this make sense. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no, exactly. I, I think it, it actually probably had that freedom to do that because it was such a a weird thing. You know, I mean, it, it, as you, as we both said at the beginning, it just boggles your mind to see them together. So yeah. it's, you're, I guess you're allowed a lot of leeway in that instance because, mm. yeah, um, you wouldn't scrutinize it any further. You know, it, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of like a what if, even though this has been um, not shown as a multiverse or anything like, like that. It, you kind of just take it kind of like that. I think, yeah, I, I take it as it was on, some obscure earth this yeah. happened on an earth where they were both inhabiting the same thing but it doesn't yeah. matter you know? it doesn't like, matter exactly canon is what like i think a dc canon is what you want it to be <laughs> oh, right yeah <laughs> dc yeah. especially um but yeah yeah uh well look i mean in case people couldn't tell i love this mm-hmm. this had like this a lot of this was just like 
some of this didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, you know, writing to get these things to happen or put these people together, but it was very, like, stereotypical team-up fight formula. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was great fun. The characters are written really well. I mm-hmm. love the contrasts. Um, yeah, I... I I enjoyed every minute of this, aside from, like, the start briefly. But even then, I enjoyed that, so, you know. Yeah, look, I have to share your sentiments as well. Look, if you're you're going to go into this nitpicking, um, to be honest, you're not going to really be enjoying life in in general. It's not the sort of stuff that you should be dwelling on um, to really nitpick on any any of the shortcomings of this because it was just such a fun thing. It was all done in... um, in, uh, with the good nature, you, you know, it seemed from both companies, they're both yeah. happy to have these two characters take equal limelight. I mean, they're both mm. uh, equally on equal footing, uh, a little less so with like Lex and Dr. Octopus. So if you are a Dr. Yeah. Octopus fan, you may be disappointed. But the Poor fact... Doc <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but the, the fact that you're getting four... Oh, no, not four. I say at least... Oh, God, I keep on going... Four, six, eight. Look, you're getting Lois Lane, MJ. You're getting J. Jonah Jameson, Morgan Edge. You're getting Clark Kent, Peter Parker, Superman, Spider-Man, Lex Luthor, Doc Ock. The the fact that you're getting all of them together, it just far outweighs any plot deficiencies. So I absolutely love this. Um, The art, as you can probably tell, I I loved it. It fit the the tone of it um as well as going even way beyond beyond that i mean there are some shots there of of lex luther and some shots of morgan edge um with the faces it's mm. brilliantly done um and spider-man and superman never look better uh in it so just yeah absolute brilliant yep yeah um we've got to mention that last page with superman and spider-man standing oh yeah oh, next again. To each other. i mean that's um, just one of one of the other pinups that you can yeah grab from this um so yeah, very high mark. Are we gonna rate it or or, um, or just maybe it's up, it's up to you, I don't mind. I guess we'll rate it. I just yeah, I I just yeah. Th- this was this was you know, yeah, this is great. This is like it has all the things that make team ups annoying, but it's not annoying in this, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because um, the fact that this is happening is crazy, so Yeah. And you know, I love these two characters. They're both very dear to me. So seeing them interact is just an absolute pleasure, you mm-hmm. know, and see two of my favourites, which you never think you would see. Yeah. Um, you know, so... And apparently, like, a lot of people say still this is the best uh, intercompany crossover mm-hmm. that they did. Well, and I, yeah. you know... Would you agree? Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't read them all, but, like, no, I wouldn't no. be surprised. Well, I was just about to say, I mean, compared to... And I loved the Spider-Man... Uh, Superman Silver Surfer. Yeah. I love that one. But I think this fun far exceeds that. Really yeah, that was this. very different. It was very different. It, it had a little bit of a 90s-ness to it in, in like, not that good a way. <laughs> but, oh, um, right. Yeah. yeah but, um, no, I, I, I love this far beyond it. And, and having yeah, said I that... I enjoyed and, this a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And I really liked that one. So, yeah. you know... Yeah. So, I mean, you can probably tell listeners and the fact that we were looking for, I can't even remember if we did that off air, like if this is available in collection or something. I mean, I'd love to have this on the shelf. Mm. Um, it's, so, yeah. yeah, you can, you can uh, do like, 
So there's a cro- Marvel DC crossover classics. It's going to cost you a lot on eBay. Yeah. And then there's the issue itself. Going to cost you a lot on eBay. So yeah. it's not a comicsology. So you're going to have to probably just acquire this elsewhere. Maybe mm. sail the high seas or <laughs> yeah. you know, find somewhere where we'll put this free. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, but you know, uh, like if I if I had like a genie and there was three wishes, there's a decent chance one of them would be that this is an ongoing series. <laughs> Because oh, right. yeah, yeah. I really want to see these characters keep interacting because there's a lot there, I think, and it's just it's really fun and nice. It's my happy place. Um, yeah, so. can I can I say that like just extend that and say, but I'd hope that would have been a continuing series probably back in 1976. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's what I meant. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. That just, this was like a run. Uh, just there's a lot of charm to it, you know. Yeah. With both of these characters and the way it's written, you know, there are some great modern stories now, of course. They could be wrong, yeah. but there's just something really nice and comforting about stories like this. And this is like, you know, this is really great eras for both characters. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you did it now, it's like, well, everyone knows who Superman is and Spider-Man's dead or something. A like, lot of yeah, <laughs> there'd be a yeah. lot of <clears throat> they'll, they'll care too much about continuity. Yeah. Um, oh yes. The, you know. the internet uproar at oh, <laughs> the nitpicking, I'm sure, of what's happening. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, all right, I guess we'll, uh, we'll rate it. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to, that's fine. But, um, look, I'll, I'll give it a good solid uh, nine and a half, I think. It's, it's a very, um, again, look, you can't compare this with other. It's really hard to compare... Um, comics of different mm. eras together. Yeah, it's like, oh, why did you give that nine and a half? Why did you give that one then a, a nine or yeah. an eight? But just on enjoyment value, oh um, yeah. Again, like as you said, Connor, if we were to scrutinize it with the plot and all that, it would be there'd be a lot of holes. But just on the enjoyment, yeah. But it's not for that, you know. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's not written to be. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I would love reading this over and over again. And at at ninety two pages or whatever, it was it wasn't a, a task at all. It was just really yeah, it didn't enjoyable. feel like a slog at all. No, which is crazy achievement for ninety two pages. Yeah, like ninety two pages. That's cra- it is crazy. <laughs> um, I savoured each one of them. I loved looking at them and reading them. It was yeah, yeah really good. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to rate it on an enjoyment scale as well. Yep. So I'll also give it 9.5 web heads, 9.5, you know, uh, Blue Boy Scouts out of <laughs> 10. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, 92 pages. Like, it doesn't matter how good the story is. If I'm reading 92 pages in a row, a lot of the time it's, I might want to take a break. Yeah. Didn't happen with this. Mm. I I was like, ah, it was 3 a.m. I'm like, look, I'll read the first 10 pages. And then I just read the whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It's so, so yeah, it's... it's amazing <laughs> uh we have some feedback for this oh excellent cool not heaps um but there's stuff so david david finn uh, okay. who's been on the show before from single do he says mm-hmm. my thoughts are it's awesome uh, i agree thanks david <laughs> yeah i mean in a nutshell that <laughs> um and we know dave's a he's a big spidey fan as well so yeah uh, and he, yeah. he he he's quite uh fond of this superman era somewhat mm. recently oh. um so i think this is, this is definitely a Nice honey cake for him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'll go to our main page, which I think is where the other feedback was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so first uh, from 
uh, Russell from Tombs of Evil, uh, one of our patrons. A truly iconic cover. Don't know how Spidey could be a match with Kal-El, but that's the fun of it. Perfect villain <laughs> choices, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they don't... Yeah, it's interesting. They give Spider-Man a temporary power-up. I was expecting them to just have them be equal. Yeah. Or more equal. I didn't expect Superman to be that much more powerful. I was... Uh, yeah, I was, too, in some way. Because, like, Spidey, manage, he manages to somehow get by with way powered you know people so i th- thought maybe yeah. he would i don't know, use his agility or dodge or something but yeah, yeah, inter- has, yeah. Um, but interesting that yeah he was amped up so yeah, yeah. um and then Noel Tate, a long time listener mm-hmm. uh i absolutely love how ridiculous this story is powering <laughs> up spidey to land a good whack on suits made me actually laugh out loud <laughs> lex was an obvious but sort of boring choice for a suits villain but i'm also glad they picked doc ock yeah. Having Conway write it was a good choice for the time, and having Ross Andrew with Ramita Senior and Adams apparently on art was good as well. The cover was iconic, and the story is fun, albeit kind of dumb. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I yeah. think like the, the plot itself. Yeah, it's. Just, I think what matters is like the character interactions, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which I think were on point. Um, yeah, Lex. I, th- I don't know. I think Lex was like, given what they did with the story, I think he was the go-to villain. I mean, he, I yeah. guess he could have chosen another villain. Could have had like. Um, Brainiac would be a bit out of the world thing for Spidey. Mm. I mean, Lex fits with Spidey as well. Um, yeah, yeah, because you know. Mix. <laughs> oh, I'll God. always, I'll always mention him for a potential yeah. villain. Oh, Doesn't matter what story. That'd uh, be, that'd be difficult. Zod, I don't know, but that would be a bit, yeah, a bit hard. He wasn't even that big anyway at that oh, point. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I think Terror Lex... Man, maybe. I mean, yeah, I think I, I can't really think of anyone besides the Lex. Toy, Toy Man. I mean, that robot at the beginning, I thought it was him at first. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I guess they're both mad scientists teaming up. You yeah. know, there's no, yeah. like... Um, there's no one of them is the mad scientist, one of them is the brawn sort of setup. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, cool, cool. Thanks, Heat Snow. Um, Thanks, Noel. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was it. Uh, yeah. A lot of dumb fun, but we enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of dumb fun, but a lot of you know, a lot of just nice character stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, next time we will be episode seventy five for us. Mm. So I thought, hey, why don't we look at Superman's seventy fifth anniversary because they did a bunch of stuff around that time, mm-hmm. uh, floating with a few ideas. One of them was Man of Steel, the movie, which we're not going to do, but uh, we are going with Superman Unchained. We're yes. going to be doing it in two parts over two episodes. We're not going to be doing like issue by issue because it will take too long mm-hmm. um, and we're also going to do the superman 75th anniversary short done by Zack snyder and bruce tim so if you have thoughts on any of that uh drop us an email leave a comment whatever and mm-hmm. we'll also be joined by adam again for that in two weeks yeah i can't wait adam's good value uh, he's great so yes yeah. uh it'll be, it'll be really good um you know lots of good stuff so until next time um if you lose your hair, it just <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it does. And don't conceal your flying octopus in a blimp, okay? It's just not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, see ya. Gotcha. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast, 
our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.